0: And what's up, everybody? You got a lot to write here on the Basic Foundation Show. T.C. with you. Going right into it tonight. I pray all is well with everyone. And, uh, you know, we're here live right now. I know we've been off for a few weeks. A lot of people are like, you know, when are you coming back? We are back now live. So tell one, tell all. <clears throat> you know, you want to share the uh, that we put out on the page. Of course, you can share that with people as well. A lot of people have been sharing it. And I just want to say uh, God bless you this evening. We're we'll going to talk about a lot of things tonight. Whatever you want to talk about, of course, we asked the artists last Show that we had to come with the questions and things like that, so we can get some answers and stuff like that. So, had a lot of responses to the post today. So we pray that everybody come on uh, as well and uh, be a part of it. And I want to get shouts out to my co-host, Kingdom Crunk Radio, for uh, you know being on live on their station as well. And uh, you know, we doing this thing right, doing this thing all the way. <laughs> of course, I left the link for the last show that we did, talking about a whole bunch of things, but native content because I think a lot of the things we talked about was uh, relevant to content as well, uh, singing so your songs and things like that. So, of course, uh, this is by way of air. If you want to call in, of course, we have the Zoom link on our page. It's zoom.us two eight four one one two eight three nine zero. You can actually join us if you want to come on video or you know come in through that way. Or of course, you have the phone number, 408-638-0968. Again, that's 408-638-0968. The access code is uh, 284-112-8390. You know, it's kind of long, but of course, we have everybody come on and we'll be broadcasting live on the air. So, um, <clears throat> you know, we talked about content last time as far as, you know, uh, you know what can we do to get consumers to really buy into the brand of gospel right now because you know, a lot of us are saying that, you know, we're seeing gospel change in a lot of ways. And I'd love, one to, hear, love to hear from some of the artists tonight as well, of course, so we definitely want to... Make sure that uh, you know we get their questions and get things answered and things like that. So, uh, got uh, Yolanda Johnson on the line. How you doing, madam I'm
1: good. How
0: you doing, TC? Good, good. I would say Yolanda Lolar Johnson. Excuse me, because I know that's how you uh, brand yourself. So I apologize about that. That's all right. No, no problem at all. But uh, you know, we we in the house, and uh, you know uh been away for 2 weeks but I know we were playing a lot of the shows on the station as well uh that we had uh with Basic Foundation so you yeah, got anything you want to talk about tonight any topics that thing you want to talk about
1: yeah well you know it's funny I was talking um to Kevin earlier mm-hmm. cuz I have a website I, I sell um shapewear. and when you sell stuff on on the websites you know on your Shopify stores and everything one of the things everyone talks about is like Instagram influencers. Like, so you can find an influencer that will kind of pump your brand or your, whatever you're selling. Mm -hmm. And so I was asking, and I'm like, well, who, who are the gospel influencers?
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Like who would be a Instagram gospel influencer? Mm -hmm. And we were trying to figure that out. And We couldn't really come up with anything where it's like an influencer would be, would have like a million followers and not just a singer or somebody that, you know, that can influence other people to listen to, you know, an independent artist or something who would be that has a large following. So we were just, that was one of the things that we were trying to think of. And I couldn't really, I'm not really sure, but I couldn't come up with anybody
0: it's funny that you uh, mentioned that because I was, uh, I had a similar conversation. Uh, we we actually we started. We attempted to do a show uh, on uh, on like we did the video the other day, but of course, you know, my camera was acting crazy. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, right? You know, you can't really think of a a person out there that's really doing that, or you know, you know. Looking at it, you know, from a situation from the gospel side, you see a lot of secular people do a lot of things using you know, all their social medias and things like that, but you really don't, I mean, you see some of the, some of the people do it, but you, like you said, you really can't really think of nobody. I want to say good evening to 252. Who are we speaking to on 252? 252?
3: Hello?
0: Hey. Hey, how you doing? How you doing? Can you hear me?
3: Yes, I can hear you.
0: All right, who we speaking with?
3: My name is Tracy Ely. Hey, I am Ch- a budding indie artist, and this is my first time on the call from Greenville, North Carolina.
0: Well, all the way from Greenville, North Carolina, from Cleveland, Ohio, here, TC here with you. Uh, the, the host of this, the Basic Foundation show once says, an honor and privilege to have you on. Awesome, thank you. And uh, we got Yolanda Lolar Johnson with us as well. She's on. She's an artist as well.
3: Okay, great. Hi, how are
0: you? Good. I'm well. Good. We just have a discussion before everybody get on. We wait for everybody else to come in. But of course, uh, we have the phone lines open as well. But we were talking about um, Brandon, pretty much, you know. And uh, you know, by this being your first time. Uh, you know, being on the call, I want to say, you know, we welcome you once again. But we're talking about how important it is for, you know, the artists and, um, you know, to have a brand and how to market yourself. And uh, okay. are you, you know, are you having trouble with those things or, you know, you know what are some of your um, struggles? I'll
3: say, I'm still learning. Everything is brand new. Yeah. I have my first single released at the end of this month for yeah. God be the glory. And it's still a lot, a lot of things that I am just open and, you know, new to learning. All this is brand new, brand spanking new. So there's a lot for me to, uh, I believe, gain from this call tonight.
0: Well, I'm glad. Like I said, we have a lot of experts that going to be coming in. They're running a little late, but they will be coming in uh, throughout the broadcast, okay. and we will be discussing some things. But, uh, you know, sure. I, I have a link. Uh, you, shared, you I think you shared the uh, post, and I thank you for sharing the post as well. But um, uh-uh. um, yeah, you have, we have a link on there. We actually go back and listen to the so one of the older shows that we have. When uh, I'm almost done with the website, like so I still got to really tweak some things on the website to really get it out there. But you're able to go back and listen to a lot of the shows that we've done as well. Okay. But in um, this in this day and age, y'all, um, you know, I was talking to uh, my, my good friends Kevin James and I was talking to Mister Harris this morning, and um, you know, one of the things I've noticed, just from my opinion, just speaking from my opinion, is that. There's a lot of arts development that's not in these days. And I think that's what's missing a lot of it. Because, you know, of course, you guys being emerging artists, uh, you guys have to do everything yourselves pretty much. You have a label that's backing you. Uh, it takes a lot exactly. of budget to, uh, you know, it takes a lot of money to uh, maintain because it's a business. And, you know, for the for uh, young lady Tracy that just came on, I always tell people that in order for you to learn the music business, you have to learn the business first. You have to learn business first. Because once you understand business, then it really goes hand in hand with the music, b- music industry. Because, you know, every business, if you think about it, what is it, one of the first things they concentrate on? They concentrate on marketing and branding. That's where actually most of your money goes to as being a business. So yeah. if you hear, uh, you know, Kevin James, uh, you know, so we call him the hot seat man on the show. But he always talks about that. He's been talking about it for years. Because I think it's very important. If you don't know market and brand yourself, you know, how do you get people to know you? How do you get people to like you? How do you get people to, like you? You get people to trust you? You know, know some of the the key things and, um, you know, with artist development, you know, say you learn a lot of things as far as like how to do interviews and, you know, how to be groomed when you do certain shows and things like that. There's a lot in that. I think that's what's missing from the emerging artists. And, um, Mm -hmm. you know, of course, you know, by you just getting to the industry, you're trying to learn. So then there's no fault of the emerging artists coming in. Because you're learning, and you right. try to you try to get this thing to go. But at the same time, you know those are those are some of the keys. Because of course, nobody really gonna give you the roadmap. A lot of times, to uh, to get you where you got to go. You know that's why we try to have. We've been doing this call now for almost 11 years for free. We've giving wow. out the information for free, and we try to help a lot of emerging artists out here. Just to let you know, to give you a history of the call as well, and what we've been doing. And uh, we're live on the air right now. We're live on the radio as well. So. Um, yeah. You know, we just want to, you know, we we appreciate everybody that comes in and try to gain knowledge. You know, we uh, give shots out to other people. Like, Let's Talk Gospels is another one that comes on Tuesday nights at 930 as well. You know, we should, we know there's no big guys and little users. Thing. We all try to help the artists as well. That's where our heart is, just to let you know uh, a little history about us. But, um, that's, that's- yeah, Yolanda, I want to go back to you. Um, Let me ask you this. As far as far as uh, branding, uh, you know, your shapewear, as you were talking about, and doing the music do you see a contrast between the two
4: no
1: and that's the i mean honestly it you would you would normally you would think follow the same process
5: but mm-hmm.
1: i see the contrast when it comes to instagram influencers
2: mm-hmm. and
1: facebook influencers and things like that that's the, that's i mean like you said it's a business mm-hmm. and so if I wanna sell my shapewear or my swimsuits or whatever, then I need to find somebody that has an audience of a million people. And then all they have to say is, hey, check out this website I got, you know, whatever, you know. Mm -hmm. And I can get like 10,000 visitors to my site. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Now I might have to pay a fee or something or whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, you have to do for these influencers. But I was thinking that, you know, from a gospel standpoint, It's like, who is out there that, that influencer? And I don't know, but I I couldn't think of anybody that has, and I'm not talking about an artist, Mm -hmm. because I'm talking about somebody that maybe that has a magazine or that influences people, thousands upon thousands of people. Mm -hmm. And because that would be ideal for independent artists you know, hey, mm-hmm. I heard this new independent artist, you guys need to go check them out. Because mm-hmm. with the thing, like, you're talking about with, um, there's no artist development, and that's the thing that's missing, is because it's so much money. This is, like, the hardest thing I've ever done.
2: Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm.
1: singing, the recording, mm-hmm. that's fine. Mm-hmm. I've done been there done that before. Mm-hmm. This part of marketing on Facebook and Instagram and all this stuff that you have to do Mm
2: -hmm.
1: to become this artist that normally I think in years past record companies would do for you and all you have to do is show up and then they make you look good they give you the clothes to wear this is the hardest thing I've ever done I mean I'm so serious like I can my website I don't have a problem with that I can hire somebody to do the behind the scenes Mm
2: -hmm.
1: or whatever Mm -hmm. but, but for me you know I have to even now think twice before I post a video because I had to make sure that I look decent.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Makeup, or I make sure I have to say the right thing. I have to do videos and I have to make sure I'm not saying anything wrong, or I don't know. It's it's hard. This is this is now the the, the easy part, which I thought was you know was the was difficult, you know, was the recording. Now that's all done.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Now I'm like, Lord, help me. Because I'm, this is just the beginning.
0: That, that's, you know. ki- that's keeping the 100. That's really keeping the 100. And I want to say good evening to Rissy Taylor. Good evening, Rissy. How you doing?
5: Good evening. How is everyone? Great. I'm great. Hey, Rissy. Feeling Hi. Right? <laughs> I'm listening to you. Sounds real you sound real good. Sound real good.
0: And we got a uh, Tracy on the line as well. She's a newcomer to the call, so we we'll want to welcome Tracy as well.
5: Hello. Hey. Okay. Hi, Tracy. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Oh, you you you're coming to a great call. Come on to class. <laughs> <Yeah>. Awesome. <laughs> great. I'm looking forward to it. It's been
3: good so far. Awesome.
0: Yeah, that's good stuff. Uh, if you just tuned in, I said, you listen to the Basic Foundation show, of course. We have uh, Yolanda Lolar-Johnson. We have Tracy Ealy. We have uh, none other than uh, Rissy Taylor with us as well. Of course, uh, our, our other uh, participants will be coming on very shortly as well. But we're talking about a good thing. Um, I think it's a good thing to talk about tonight as far as how – hard it is to uh, be an artist, you know, once you find out the ins and outs of the industry and really uh, put forth the af- effort. And Yolanda, you're right. It's one of the hardest things you can do because, you know, when you have a label, to be honest with you, a lot of the mainstream artists that, are, that have gone independent are finding that out too as well. That, you know, it's not the same, you know, when you make that transition, when it's all you, you know, it's a lot more harder work. It's a lot more dedication you have to put into it. It's a lot more... Uh, things that you have to worry about, you become the, the booking agent. You become the manager. You become the, the – you got to be the artist. And in the midst of all that, you know, say, have, try to be creative, try to, you know, uh, maintain, you know, say, your your image. There's a lot with it. And that's why a lot of those things are elements of play. There's only a few labels around now that, unfortunately, it wasn't like it was We had a lot of labels you can get out there and, they you know, they put money to marketing and things like that now. And uh, Chase, you had a question?
3: Um, not yet. Basically, I think you, you said a lot of things that I've been thinking of, you know, new to this. And like I call myself a self-described budding artist.
2: Mm-hmm. You're
3: exactly right. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm responsible for a lot and mm-hmm. it can be overwhelming,
2: mm-hmm.
3: you know, making sure dates and deadlines and those things are met because I'm not on a specific label. So I'm on an indie artist, which is working with a um. Close net producer,
2: mm-hmm. but at the end of
3: the day, most of everything is on me. Mm-hmm. So if I'm not careful, like I said, it can be um, overwhelming, but I am staying afloat,
0: you know, thus far.
3: So yeah.
0: That's good stuff. What well, we always suggest just to let everybody know to try to get a team. It's easier said than done sometimes because, you know, mm-hmm. you gotta find somebody that can actually, you know, take over that task and you be able to trust them with your image because. I'll be honest with y'all, man. I've interviewed a lot of artists in my day. And, uh, you know, a lot of their representation was not right. You know what I'm saying? So it makes the artists look bad. You know, we have a manager, that don't know, know how to handle business or know how to talk to people or things like that. You know, the only things you have to look out for and really have to really be able to balance and things like that. You know, we're getting down to this thing, you know, from managers down to radio promotion. We talked about that. Today. Me and Mr. Harris talked about that this morning. And I was telling him, I said, that I believe, I think it's unfair the fact is that the mainstream radio, you know, the terrestrial radio stations don't get a chance to play a lot of independent artists due to the fact of greasing them pounds, getting that money. You know what I'm saying? And I, you know what I'm saying? This has been going on for years. We know that. We talk about it on the show all the time. And I think, you know, if you guys as emerging artists would we'll have a more opportunity to get the music out there because a lot of emerging artists have great music, they never see the light of day. And I think, you know, with the internet radio stations, of course, we do what we can to help the artist as well. But I think, you know, getting that push and getting getting out there, I believe that, you know, in order for people to get to know who you are, they got to hear your music. Would you guys agree with that?
2: Yes.
5: Absolutely.
0: And I, I think that yeah. I think that's what's was missing right now. Go ahead, I'm sorry, go ahead. Was somebody saying something? I'm sorry.
5: We were agreeing with you, T C.
0: Oh, okay. So um, in that regard you know That's why I always Try to push um, You know The independent artists And get them out there We have the shows Like this That can uh, You know We try to give them Much information We can't have a platform To be able to talk about And dialogue it Because The music industry Is just not Suffering on the gospel side I don't find out, find out On the R&B side Is suffering um, and A lot of people Are into this You know this This same old hook And same old you know, the same thing everything sounded like now. So, you know, that's the new style now. There's nothing like you no know, no originality or no create you know, being creative anymore. And uh, you know, you know, I I believe as an artist, you know, you have to stay true to who you are. Um I did an interview with uh Chris Jasper just recently. Um uh, you know, if anybody knows Chris Jasper, you know you know anything about Isla Jasper Isley and uh the Asley brothers, you know, he did a lot of their music and stuff like that. And uh, one thing I noticed about him when I was telling him that you know I that knows that with your music is you know it's still, you know you still have longevity, and um, you know one of the things he said is that the reason why he think it is because of the creative power that he has. He can create you know he still had to create product. Plus you know the fact you know people know know who who he is and you know he, he try to you know be the same and start not go outside of his zone of being who the artist that he is, and I see that that's why he believed that he stayed you know in the industry for so long. And I've seen a lot of artists do that in the gospel music industry as well. Um I was telling uh we was talking to Kevin and I said it'll be on pretty soon, but I was talking about, you know, the fact of, you know, being staying stay true to who you are as an artist. Don't try to really change with the trends, you know. I look at another artist back in the day, I just look at, you know, a lot of artists I noticed just by growing up. I looked at Luther Vandross. Luther Vandross, you know, changed with the times a little bit, but he stayed true who he was as an artist. He still had his sound. He had the sound. He had his own sound. He had a signature sound that he had. And um you know, I just believe that you know, as artists, I think you know, if you have a sound that you look, you know, that you're trying to get out or trying to reach, you know, as far as to the people, I think you should stay true to who you are as an artist and stay true to to that particular um, brand that you're trying to put out. You mm-hmm. know, that, that's yeah. just that's just my agreement. What do you, what you guys think about that?
1: I think I agree. I just think that you know, ten, fifteen, twenty years ago, thirty years ago, there were some you know, even in the Motown era, there were some true singers. There were people that really could sing and there was no auto-tune or I'm not really talking about gospel per se, but there was not nothing that could, you know, anybody could just show up. These are people that really had to sing. And that's why some of their music, there's longevity because it's real. You know, now, we're not really talking about gospel, but now anybody can do a song. hmm you don't have to be able to sing a note, right? But you can sound like you sing a note, right? You know, right?
2: Um,
0: and
1: and I think and people are just used, ready for that next hit, and you somebody has a hit and then they disappear, you know.
0: That's true. That's true. I want to say good evening to my main man himself. We call him the Hot Seat Man, and my good friend, my brother Kevin James. How you doing, sir?
6: Yeah, you know man, how you doing man? You I'm, need to go back to the other number, man. I, 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 I can't I gotta remember
0: just too many numbers. Now Kevin, now you now you know you could have came on through the website as well. You know you know that, right? Like we did no, other, like we did the I other could've. day. You could have came on like that and it would have been a like one click. But we, we 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 talk about that later. How you doing, man? Great to have you on the show, sir.
6: I'm doing fine. cause I see you, you you okay. All right, I'm doing great. How about everybody else? That's great. Well, thank, thank you. Great, Mister James. <laughs> oh, okay. I see. See, he he was ready to jump all on me and everything. Nah, I wasn't
0: going to jump on you, but you know, you know, we 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 rehearsed this before, sir. But it's okay. Okay, rehearsed. Yeah, we prayed on this, but it's okay. Oh, oh, okay. Oh Lord, oh Lord. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I
6: know you have problems today. Man. Oh, I'm not having no problems at all. So, what, what are we talking about today,
0: man? Uh we we actually was talking about some good stuff, man. Uh, before you came in, I was just telling them we was talking about, you know, as far as artist development go, you know, we got, I got on a little bit about that. And as far as you know, we talked a little bit about marketing and branding, especially about the content of today's music. Um, you know, I was telling them as well that, you know, I've noticed that a lot of, uh, you know, know, how hard it is to be an artist in this day as far as how, you know, how you got to worry about everything. You got to be the booking manager. Yeah. You got you to gotta be the manager. You got to be the Will market. Say, yeah, go ahead.
6: Well, we say it's really it's really harder to be an artist today than it was 10 years ago? Yes. You, okay. You're saying it is harder
0: today than it was ten years ago. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you why I say that. Yeah, I wanna know. Okay, the reason why I say that because right now, versus an emerging artist ten years ago, a lot of it was you know a lot of them wasn't really um, as far as you know worried about you know artist development things like that. About ten, even about I go back fifteen years ago, they they, they had a lot of that stuff in place. But the emerging artists, today, they got to be everything. if they want to really truly make it in the industry. We're talking about truly making it in the industry as far as you know, doing the artist development. Like I said, they got to be their own booking agent. They got to worry about being their own manager. They got to worry about marketing and, and promotions, which, you know, that's 90% of the business pretty much to me. And, you know, it's a little harder for emerging. I'm talking about emerging artists. I ain't talking about artists in general. Hey, well, even on the RB side, a lot of them are complaining about the, some of the same thing about not getting the support they used to get to as well. So it's not just in gospel I'm finding out.
6: All mm-hmm. right. I'm going to. Uh, I do understand where you come from. I'm going to say this
2: mm-hmm.
6: that I, I think I'm going to say something
0: different.
6: But okay, sure. I, I think. I think. Oh, what. what with it,
0: what happened? No, I said sure. I said you can say what yep. you want. You have to say yeah, oh. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, sure. It's fine. Uh, this is what, what this is the way I feel about it, though. Seriously,
6: um, I think it's easier today to be an artist than it was ten years ago. the 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 thing is, the work that the artist has to do is, yo, it might be harder because they have to do the work. But it's easier to be your own artist. It's easier to be, to. it's, it's easier to go out there if you understand, if you understand mu- the music industry and you understand uh, what you have to do to be successful at reaching a goal As long as you're not trying to become famous, you got to sell a million units and all of that. That's something different. But if you realize that, listen, okay, I spent $15,000 on a project. All right. So how much is it going to take for me to make $15,000? Well, let's say you have to sell 2,000 CDs. That's it. 2,000 CDs is going to get you $20,000. I mean, 2,000.
0: You have to work. I agree with that. But I asked Yolanda a question as far as we were talking about her shapewear, you know, said how she's, you know, and I asked her was there a contrast between the two being an artist and being, you know, and doing that. And Yolanda, tell them what you said. Is she still with us? I'll oh, go ahead, Yolanda.
1: Yeah, I'm here. I'm sorry. I think there's a a, a disconnect or a major dis- disconnect between gospel and then the business. side. I know that it's the same. But like we talked earlier, Kevin, when you're selling stuff, I can I can hire an influencer, all this good stuff. But when I'm doing this for gospel, I don't even have an influencer I can deal with um, that can try to push my my brand I guess um, there's, some, there's certain aspects of, the, of gospel, the gospel industry that I feel like are missing and I think that's what I said TC but I want to disagree a little bit with Kevin's comment a little bit okay. I think it is definitely harder to be an artist an independent artist, artist now and here's my thinking why although it might be easier for an artist to get into the industry, if you don't have hundreds of thousands of dollars, I think it's, it's, it's a lot more difficult. It's a lot harder because you don't have a major record company backing you. And so you have to be a lot more careful on what you do, how much money you can spend. And, and I think, if you had some large company backing you or a record company backing you, you, you getting in front of hundreds of thousands of people would not be as difficult because um, they already have a following, RC whatever in EMI or uh, Motown. I don't know if they exist anymore, whatever, all those companies, mm-hmm. they already have a following and then they would put different, you know, different artists that would be on their, um, on their roster, and so I just think that it's harder now because you have, you don't people don't have hundreds of thousands of dollars to, to back them.
6: Okay, so now, now, and and you're right, you're right about that. But we have to go back. If we go back, really, seriously, the artists that are artists today would not be artists ten years ago. Hmm. There would not be. So, so it, it's 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 harder. It's harder. I, and, and you, the, the, what you are saying is true because of the money situation. But I was just saying a few minutes um, ago about okay, you have to invest in yourself. I don't care, even if this was a business, if it was a business. it's got to be an investment and it's going to be you're going to have to take some risk. Ten years ago, ten years ago, the artists did not have this opportunity at all. Mm -hmm. They didn't have the opportunity to be an independent artist where they could reach a hundred thousand people by sitting at home or uh, reach 100,000 people by spending $40. No, record labels spend hundreds of thousands of dollars. But now, if independent artists would, would learn and understand how this really goes, it takes less money now than it did then. It, it takes less money. It really. I tell you what, an artist that spends fifteen thousand dollars in this market today, if they was back in 15, 10 years ago, they would probably be spending about fifty to a hundred thousand dollars. That's 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 a fact. So the artist back then, they, they like I said, you, you probably wouldn't even exist. You wouldn't even, because the record labels was controlling who was going to be an artist. You, you wouldn't even get your crap out. You wouldn't even have a platform to even put your crap on. And record labels was only choosing one out of what, every, probably one out of a hundred or one out of thousand people to be on the label probably would have probably was more than that, probably less than that, but yeah, seriously, it was harder. It was, it was, I I think that's, that's, you know, it was harder back then. If you really wanted to do it. And to be successful too, because you could be successful at being an independent artist today. You can't make a goal that is so far unreachable where I gotta get 25,000 people to buy my stuff. No, make a goal that you can reach and after you reach that goal, you make another goal and try to reach that goal. Because, whoa, 10 years ago, like I said, labels were spending, uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars with some projects, they spent millions, millions of dollars. And when they spent millions of dollars, they was looking probably to get 30 million back or whatever. But today, if I spend 15,000, well, hey, yo, I don't need to get them, but 2,000 people, and that's $20,000. I'd have made a plus 5,000. I see. I mean, I mean, I mean, that's just been and, done, and that's not written in stone. That's just the way. That's the way I see it now. That ain't written in stone. That's just
0: the way I I see it. Well, I I, I agree with you to a certain extent. Again, again, yeah, you try, you're right. Ten years ago, you know, it was money being put into artists. Well, I see the reason why yeah. it's harder now. Because you have a lot of them that don't have a lot of record labels now. You know, there's not record labels out there now. And they gotta do everything themselves. Remember, you know, you know, you know, when you worked with EMI, they had everything there. A and R, they had No doubt. The you know, the, the artist development, you know what I'm saying? They had the marketing that's branding. Right. They developing you that's how to right. get your image together, you know, say so how to go ahead and try to build that fan base with your image and you know, the marketing branding. So that's why I say it's harder in the sense of now where people are just getting into this thing. And, you know, they saying, Okay, well I got to do all this. And we were just talking to Tracy. Uh, Tracy Edie's on the line. And uh, you know what I'm saying? Kevin James, I don't know if you ever met him or know who he is, but the thing is, is that she was just saying how hard it is for her to, you know, reaching deadlines and things like that. And she, we were just talking, attributed that conversation to what we were talking about as far as it being harder. It was, you know, you know like
2: I said,
6: that was just, you know, it. don't get me wrong. It's, it's It was, it's harder because it's harder to reach that plateau that the major labels wanted to get at. If you're trying to reach that type of plateau, it is harder. It's it's a lot more harder to reach that. But... To reach two thousand people, to get two thousand people to like what you do, you know what it takes? It takes work. How much work do you have to put into it? If if you don't if you don't have that type of drive or that type of time to put the work into it, then guess what? I don't care if it's this year, next year, or 10 years ago, 15 years ago. You're not going to be successful at it because you're not putting the work in it. It's not the resources. is more easier to access now than it was 10 years ago. Hmm. The resources is definitely, it's, it's definitely more easier to access. It's just you putting in the work to reach that, the resources that you need because they are there right there in front of you. Mm-hmm. You just have to put in the work and the time to get to them. That's it.
0: What about building a team? What 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 about I'm saying, what about building a team to help you with a lot of those things? Do you do you do you uh, recommend it? That's right.
6: And the best thing, if you're really in this, if you're into this, and you know, and you know, this is something that even with Yolanda, this is something Yolanda knows. Uh, so the, this, you know, you have to have a team to work with you because if you don't you don't have how much time in the day do you have to spend on getting to them resources um what type of knowledge do you have in certain areas that you're going to need to make the goals that you're trying to reach to make you successful at reaching them how much knowledge you have if you don't have that type of knowledge You're definitely going to have to put a team together of people who have knowledge in certain areas that you don't. Even if uh, this is the truth, Mm -hmm. even if you get on calls like this, even if you are on calls like this, learning a lot of stuff, you still going to need someone who has that experience at this particular thing some things we are strong in mm-hmm. some things we are weak in right the politics and some of the radio stuff uh, I, I'm, I'm 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 all right at it I'm you know I can get with it but I'm not as strong as Mr. Harris is in it. Mm -hmm. So that is a lane that I don't even jump into. If I have to come to that, I'm going to call Mr. Harris because he's more stronger in that area. And it's the same thing if it was something dealing with marketing or something like that. Mr. Harris would probably say, let me call Kevin and let me see what he says about this because it's not his area.
2: Mm-hmm. so w- w-
6: building a team it is just so that you are filling in your weakness where you're weak at that's
2: it alright I don't
6: know if I gave you any clarity I'm pretty sure uh, I, you know I, some things I say you know how they do me they they they, they kick me to the curb they called me an outcast now so <laughs> i told them i told them that some of the best people in the bible some of the most powerful people in the bible was outcasts
0: okay so i okay. don't
6: mind being an
0: outcast i see i see you pastor James okay pastor James talking okay <laughs> all right okay very good this, this good stuff. I mean, that's, stuff. anybody have any questions though y'all have any questions or comments anybody
5: I I would like to say something um, um, TC what Mr. James said too was um, um, I I remember the part um, whereas um, he said you know to reach out to them and that they will help you and and I remember the little nugget that he gave us on one of the um, in one of the classes when he said to um, um, as far as don't say that it's hard work. And, and I, was, I was just like what the, um, the young lady that's on the call tonight. When you say that it's hard, and, you, you know, I remember I've been doing this now for, like, it'll be two years, I think, in, um, what is it, August. And I, it was like, oh, my God, I dreaded to come. But when I heard him say that, don't say that it's hard. Folks, stop saying that it's hard. So I changed my confession okay. and I really did. And I applied that to like, you know, to say like, okay, this is easy. I got this. I'm going to do this. And, and I started encouraging myself. And, and then the, the thing is when, you know, when we say that, um, how it is years, how it was before, but as of right now, being who, who I am, a, a wife, a mother, a grandmother, I wouldn't be able to travel to Africa in order to, you know, without a way being made, but because of the internet, the marketing, um, we're able to to post. And now the gospel that we've seen is reached all around the world. And, I, you know, I just thank that for being in class and that little nugget, you know, uh, you know, and being a part of this call and, and listening, being in the class and all, it, that really helped me. And now I don't dread it. I can come and you know, and I feel successful at doing, finally, I know how to post on Facebook. I didn't even have a
7: Facebook page. Oh, Lord, page. you just, Lord, I, I no. And I didn't even know. This I didn't
5: even know how to do it. I didn't even have a Facebook page. the this is Taylor? Yes. And Mr. James, Love honestly, you. guys, Mr. James taught me. I made that one call, that what he said. I think he talked to me two times. And even my husband says that, and I I don't want to bother because I know how Mr. James is too. I know he's busy too, but my husband would tell me in a heartbeat, why don't you call Mr. James? You know, because some things I try to figure out myself, but honestly, you do need somebody. And if it wasn't for the calls, and I mean, everyone, every one of these teachers that's on this call, they have, and I love them for this, they don't mind saying that this one knows that one and you know they know this this part of it they know um what is it mr Harris made a data and that part Kevin um branding um mache branding and and um you know just 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 who they are brother Reggie, when he was on here he's he was with the concerts and you know but I just thank she see for, for you um, um just giving us the opportunity to learn I do I really I really do but I changed my confession I say I can do this and that's what I do, and and I do it with joy now when I come in. So I just thank you all so much. Man,
0: I did that's the applause. I, I, I did the applause button for that one because she, boy, go ahead, Pastor yeah, Taylor, was, Pastor that Taylor, the bill. and
6: I thank you.
0: Yes, you know you what? Know,
6: not only do I thank her, mm-hmm. but I do. You know what makes me feel good mm-hmm. about this? Two thumbs up to you, uh, Miss Taylor. Um, what makes me feel good is when I see, I think I was telling TC, yep. when, when I see, when I look all over the internet and I'm seeing where she has posted, where yes. she has put that effort out and she is sharing this stuff, I was like, is that when there's are tell them to hire a team or something because <laughs> she's posting everywhere.
0: That's what I'm talking so about.
6: So I give you two thumbs up for, for the work. Um, that you're putting in to get the word out about your music
0: and your brain yeah we're gonna give thank us some applause much.
5: thank you very much
0: that, that's awesome that's awesome right there and that, that's that's, the, that's because of no
5: um good. basic foundation
0: yeah we try to get you the basic foundation <laughs> try to get some nuggets to uh move you to the next dimension. you know yeah like i said you know everybody there's a lot of people that came a long way like I said, it's been on a part of this basic foundation show. You don't even hear about them no more. we had got to try to teach them, and a lot of them thought they can do it themselves and without the mentorship and without the help. And, you know, you try to tell them, they say, oh, I got this, I'll go somewhere else, and you don't hear about them no more, unfortunately. And it's sad.
6: But, you know, you know, another thing, and this is nothing against none of the artists that used to be on here, and probably not on here anymore, Um, will, some... Some of the artists really, not to say I'm a villain or something, but a lot of times some of the artists see with some of the things that were being said. Mm-hmm. Because of the, the, the way that we go about trying to renew it in the industry is not the way that they wanted it to be oh, this is too slow. That's too slow for me. Right. Uh, That ain't the way this goes. And, you know, I said it last week that most of the stuff that has been shared on this call from 11 years ago, it has come to true in this day and time. Mm -hmm. We was a way ahead of our time. The information that is given on this call is a way ahead of the information as the industry, as the gospel music industry stands today. The information that is given on this call is a way ahead of it.
0: And would you say that though, TC? I totally agree with you. I've been saying it for the longest time that, I listened back to you some of the shows, and I'm like, man, we talked about that then, and it's happening now wow, you know what I saying I want to say good evening to Mr. Harris too Mr Harris, good evening, sir. Hey good evening i'm just uh
8: I'm just sitting back listening to uh professor James uh, yeah, uh, Pastor James, James. Uh, good,
2: evening, good,
8: good evening to everybody that's on the call.
5: Oh,
8: good evening uh, yeah, I apologize for being late. I was out trying to help my son put some uh brake pads on his truck.
0: Oh no problem, but you out there so, mechanic. Uh, Mr. Harris do it all. He a mechanic. Yeah.
8: Okay, I see. you. Okay. Yeah, cause he uh yeah, you know, cause he hitting the road, you know, he coming your way. Yeah, he's coming on, on up to Ohio. Sure <laughs> yeah, you get on that Ohio turnpike, that ain't no joke.
0: It sure know? isn't. It sure isn't. You right.
6: What's up, Kevin?
0: Hey, I ain't doing nothing double
6: H, just sitting here. I was I was talking about you a little bit earlier. I won't I won't talk it bad about you. I was just saying no, it's
8: okay, how it's okay. the
6: type how we are. I'm I'm just saying how we 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 take and we delegate the strength and the weakness where I'm weak at and and I feel you strong at that's where I turn it over to you and so forth. And, and I think a lot of people have to uh, understand their weakness and play to their strengths and not, you know what I mean? And let someone else handle I I don't know nothing about this, well, I need to get somebody who do know about it mm-hmm. And I think that will help people out a lot. Uh, Mr. Harris, let uh, me uh, in which, uh, yeah, yeah, I love this. It's, it's, it's double H. The the question, the question that was given to me was this. Is the music industry harder now to be an artist than it was 10 years ago?
8: I think, well, that's a good question. I think 10 years ago, uh, you had more caretakers in the form of record labels, to kind of shepherd shepherd the people and guide them in the way that they should go. But with the with the absence of those caretakers, came the automated tools mm-hmm. and the you know the social media and the uh, online radio and all of that. So that kind of took the place of the uh, some of the caretakers. But the problem is. The participants in the industry don't know how to balance the two.
2: Hmm.
8: In other words, if you, if you have a lack of one thing and then you have more of another thing, you've got to find the balance to, 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 to be able to use both of those things to the best of your ability. And that's what I feel. That that's why some people think that the industry is harder today than it was 10 years ago. Because 10 years ago, when you look at it, there really wasn't no strong social media. Mm -hmm. There wasn't strong social media. A lot of people didn't have internet access. People still had phones in their houses. Uh, You know, uh, people still used dial up. And so processing information and sharing information was much slower. So if there was an event, for an artist to participate in 10 years ago, it had to travel by word of mouth. Now, all they wanna do is post a fly on Facebook and hope everybody see it. So I just think that it's harder harder today because of the misuse of the tools. Mm
2: -hmm.
8: And I think that 10 years ago, you had more people to handle it in place, which kind of made it easier but the work ethics was harder. They had to work more. And, yeah. and a lot of those people 10, 15 years ago that was working harder are still working harder today because here again, uh, I'm still seeing the Dramatics getting
2: booked.
8: Mm-hmm. Uh, Blue Magic is getting booked. Dale mm-hmm. are getting booked. No mm-hmm. matter how much they change the makeup of the group. And that's the thing that the artists don't understand. See, it you it may be a group that was around 10, 15 years ago or 20 years ago that was strong, but today they may only have one original member. Hmm. But that one original still member money. has still making money because they brought in the other fellas, but they came in operating with the same principles. In other words, yeah. you you join this group you got to adhere to our work ethics. You got to do what we do. When we say we got to go to New Jersey, Atlantic City, or whatever, you got to go. It ain't no, I don't have no gas money. I can't get there. Whatever, whatever, whatever. You want to be in this group, you got to adhere by the rules of the group. So those are the differences I see.
6: And you know what? With with, with saying that, what is really keeping these groups all on target is brand. <laughs> Brand yes. recognition. It, 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 really it, so the brand is so strong that thirty years from now, I mean, well, thirty years they are still doing what they was doing, uh, making money. Right. I was looking at well, George Clinton. Man, George yeah. Clinton is, I think, George, George is going on seventy some years old. Yeah, George Clinton still on stage with and Parliament it. Mhm. Sure is. He's and periscope.
0: he's on tour. And he's on Periscope. Right.
6: right. Yeah. Uh, so it's brand recognition. Right. It's
8: brand recognition, and just like, um, just like that young lady that was over in London when they, when you know, when the terrorist attack happened, and then she, she, froze, she went home, chilled out for a little bit, and said, hey, we're going back, and we're gonna do it even bigger they turned around and some of the other brands partnered up with her and they doubled the capacity, even though they moved it to another. I think yep. the uh, tickets for that event sold out in 20 minutes. So I don't care what you say about her. She has a brand.
6: Brand, yep.
8: You can call her what you want. You say, skinny little white girl, ain't got nothing on me, whatever. She don't have the anointing, but she has a brand mm-hmm. and you don't.
0: That's right. That's right. That's good stuff. I want to say good evening to 305. 305, how you doing?
3: Hey, good evening,
0: This is Carla P. Clark.
3: How you
0: doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. Got a little static. Who are we speaking with? Oh, Carla. Carla P. Clark. Oh, Carla P. Clark in the building. Hey, Carla. Welcome back. Thank you. Thank you. I'm back. Hello, Carla.
3: Hi. How you all doing?
6: Oh,
0: right. hi hi, got it. hi. Hey, me? yeah Hey, you know what I wanted to uh talk about kevin's one of Kevin's favorite subjects, and uh you know and me and Mr. Harris are talking about today can, can y'all hear me
8: yeah
0: we're, we're uh miss Kevin Kevin disappeared You should be calling back and I don't know what happened, but uh to any event um Radio. We were talking about radio this morning, Mr. Harrison. You uh, know, I was sharing with you how, and I was sharing with the artist earlier prior to you coming on that, uh, basically that, um, you know, that a lot of them don't get heard due to the fact of not getting a lot of radio airplay. And I said that's the end all be all. But what's your, what's, your, what's your views on that? No, it's
8: not the end all be all, but it is. It is an extremely important tool in the tuba that you're trying to use to be successful. Radio is important because I just mentioned the young lady that was doing the concert over there.
2: Mm-hmm. It's
8: not that they heard her songs on social media. Some of them may have. And it's not so much that they've heard her songs on Spotify, Pandora, whatever. But those songs are being played on radio. Mm-hmm. And radio is still a dominant factor today. Now, Kevin, and I know Kevin will say, well, uh, you don't put all your eggs in one basket and and throw everything at radio. And I agree, you don't. But it's an important tool that in order to make that brand and that marketability, you got to have it. I don't care where you get it from. And you don't necessarily have to get it from the caretakers of gossip. Because gospel, as quiet as it kept, gospel are pra- or really practicing the separate but equal doctrine
0: hey.
8: when it comes to radio, when it comes to radio. Separate but equal, which means that you, you will get, they may play you at 8 or 9 o'clock at night and that satisfied the equal, the equivalent to being on the radio, right?
2: Mm-hmm. But they're
8: not going to play you in the prime time and they're not going to spin you when it really matters. Because a lot of stations, like I said before, that when they play you at 9, 10 o'clock at night, nobody's really listening because most people are on social media.
2: Mm-hmm.
8: and also, And also, a lot of it is not counting. Because the radio station has to power down, so what has, what happens? That's why the A, most of the AM stations will power down. So what happens is you're getting played, but you're getting played on their internet feed, and the average artist don't really understand that. They think, hey, as long as I'm getting played on on this particular radio station, I'm in the mix. Right. But you got to understand. You got to understand the stations that you're dealing with. That's why I say we always should go from what they call comprehensive radio to get on any and every radio station that you can get on. And it's very important. so you can tell the importance of radio because, like I said, going back to that concert that the young lady, I watched part of it last night. Everybody in the audience were singing her songs. How did they know her songs? She did not send those songs to each one of those people personally. Mm-hmm. The reason why they know those songs is because they're listening to those songs on radio. Wow. Period. I don't care. I mean, you can't, you can't get around that. But, what, like I said, on the gospel side of it, gospel are holding the artist back because so many artists want the chart. Hmm. They want to chart. They want to get up you got a lot of noise in the background. Yeah, I got I saw a lot see. of noise in the background. But TC, yeah. they want to chart. They want to chart so bad that they go out and pay the highest person to get that music to chart. But see, when the money runs out on the gospel side, your charts will run out. Mm-hmm. It's a proven fact. It's a proven fact. But if you can get to your audience with your brand and your marketing, with your brand and your marketing plus radio, you're going to be in a win-win situation. Mm -hmm. That's why yesterday, no, it wasn't yesterday. It was on Saturday. Saturday from 4 to 7, I'm listening to the radio station in Poughkeepsie, New York. So, who were, they, who were they interviewing? They were interviewing the guy, uh, Edwin, what's his name? Uh, the guy that song, sang the song uh, Because of You. Sherwin, um, what's his name? Sherwin, Sherwin, the guy from the Bahamas. Sherwin Tennessee, Garner? Tennessee.
0: Sherwin yeah. Garner.
8: Yeah, Sherwin Garner. Yeah. They interviewed him uh, he, on, on the radio station, the college station in Poughkeepsie, New York. He was in Baltimore preparing to do church services for Sunday. Mm. Do you think that Sherwin Garwin said, I don't want to be on a radio station in Poughkeepsie, New York, because they don't chart? No. He did that interview. They played the song, and they were enthused about having him on, and he talked about how they uh, embraced him in Trinidad and how he's in ministry how he had all these records out. But now he's finally doing something in his career.
2: Mm-hmm.
8: But it was the power of radio where he took time out of his tour in the US to call into a radio station in Poughkeepsie, New York. The average artist who has hired somebody, look in the chart, they're not concerned about that. They want to get on, they want to fight for all of those other stations that Ty Trippett and all those other folks are on. That's what I feel about radio.
0: Wow. Any questions? Any questions? Wow. You you had a question, Tracy? Yes. You had a question?
3: No, uh, more of a comment. Um, I'm definitely enjoying the conversation thus far. I did want to go back and clarify um, just a little bit. I think the word hard may be a little harsh, um, maybe overwhelming, you know, with um, being new to this, because it's new territory. So it's like, you know, being a fish, kind of put out in the water. And my background, personally, is the four walls. I do praise and worship at my church almost every Sunday. And long story short, how I got, quote unquote, discovered, someone heard me at a funeral. So you never know when that door may open. But I said that to say this, you know, lots of people have approached me with um, different venues and things. So being a new artist, upcoming artist, you still have to have a deserting ear. Because people, from my side of things, like I said, it's new territory. You don't know. I have no experience. So it's like, in my mind, who's the trust? Who really has my best interest? I don't have that repertoire yet. So... Again, it's kind of, it can be rather a little uncomfortable, even though it's a blessing as well, a door opened, but it's untapped territory for me as an individual artist. So again, I'm thankful for um, calls like this one in particular with this knowledge of her I mean, it's, it's been good. I've been digesting and eating these, the, the nuggets a little yeah. bit. So I'm thankful for yeah. that because, you know, okay, I'm sorry, go ahead.
8: No, I was just going to say something about what you just said. Is Kevin
7: back yet?
0: Yeah, Kevin back.
8: Oh, okay. I was going to, and I want to hear from Kevin as well. But I was going to say something to what you just said, Tracy.
4: Mm-hmm.
8: Um, it is. It is Tracy, right? Yeah, um, correct. It was. Is it was a, in about in about two or three of your sentences, you kept saying "I." I don't know who okay. to trust. I, I, I. You kept saying "I," so what I would suggest is that you get a team around you so they can mm-hmm. help you to discern what's best for what you're trying to do. You need a team. Oh. You need, and, and, you know, it's just, you know, it could be two, three, or whatever. And, you know, mm-hmm. it always, you know, the Bible always said, how can two walk together except they be in agreement. But, you need at least a couple of people to help to be able to discern because some of the people you talk to, just like me, there's been a lot of times when I talk with people and I dealt with people and I consider those people trustworthy and they end mm-hmm. up being sharks. They end up being sharks. And that's not to you know to disparage or put anybody down, but when I first got into business. My business coach and mentor told me, if you're going to be in business, you have to learn to swim with the sharks. And I never really knew what that meant. And um, some people would take that to say that if they're thrown in water with the sharks, the sharks are going to devour you. They're going to eat you in this hope. But if Mm -hmm. you swim with them, you can you can habitate with them. You can survive. Okay. So that's what he was saying. He was saying just know what your surrounding is, and the people who you are dealing with. So you can't always discern who's who, because as quiet as it kept, and I don't care if they're on this call tonight, there are a couple of clients that I have that still owe me money today. Wow, uh, I couldn't discern that, because if I could have, I wouldn't have never signed the agreement. Just Mm -hmm. like I put on Facebook last week, I put on Facebook last week, I said, make sure you read contracts, because the first three letters in the word contract is a con. Mm -hmm. Somebody's trying to con you or trying to get over on you. But then I came back and I said, well, then you have the word agreement. Agreement means that, you know, there's two two people, one or two people can agree, but we have to understand what it really means. So that's where the net come in part. Part come in. So you got the agreement. So now that we really understand what all of this stuff really means, but they still owe me money today, and they have the audacity to be out there promoting the record and then send the record to me to play it. So you can they can be, but they, to me, they may attain success, but they may not. They may not maintain it. Okay. And success is not always just being on the top. Mm-hmm. Just being no, able no. to work hard and do what you—it's not always about being on the top. You can work, no. and can take care of your family, and be comfortable and whatever, and don't have to beg out in the street. That's success.
6: Mm-hmm.
8: But I want to hear from Kevin though, because I know Kevin's back.
6: Oh. Can everybody hear me?
0: Yeah, we can hear you now, yeah, yes sir.
6: Now clear. Oh y'all can hear me now? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. I, I, if one time I thought I was causing all that static. Oh no. Um yeah, you you you're definitely right um about about the success, Mr. Harrison as far as people not paying you, you you're definitely right about that. And let me say something about that. I I'm, I'm saying this to you, but I'm saying it on the call. Yeah even if there's a person who didn't pay Mr. Harrison, still is trying to get other people to work with him, um, like myself. Um, And then, when I didn't want to work with him, this is just recently, talked about me like a dog. Wow. (laughs) Talked about me like a dog. Told me, say, Kevin don't know what he's talking about. He's you need somebody more experienced and everything. But you introduce me to these people. And when I don't say what you want me to say, then I'm not good enough. But you're right. Success is not being number one on the chart. People, that's another thing that the artists do have to understand is success is the goal that you have set and you have reached. If, if if you set a goal to sell a 1,000 records and you reach that goal, then you have had success.
0: And, and
6: that's something that I think artists really don't look at, that success is what you make it to be, what you want success to be for, to you. It might be to sell 200 records. I don't know. I, I don't know. But if there's a goal that you have to set, And when you reach that goal, then you have achieved success. Um, A lot of people should probably just go and look up. I wish we had a screen. Maybe I could look up the word success and put it up there. But it's all about achieving a goal that you have set. Not being number one on the radio charts or whatever. It's what you have set. I've always told artists, Don't let no man dictate your success. Oh, people, you know, people used to always get up there and say, yeah, you're not successful. And how do you know they're not successful? You can't dictate that. So, yeah, don't let nobody dictate to you what is success. And you're right um, about the word I. Um, Anytime that you're trying to achieve a goal, it has to be us or we as a team. It has to be a team effort to be able to achieve a certain goal that you're trying to reach. Because like I said earlier, we all have weakness in certain areas and we have strengths in others. So we have to have someone else to be able to, to, to fill in them gaps of weakness that we have. So I have Mr. Hearst to, to fill in that weakness that I have. I don't know politics uh, of the industry like Mr. Hearst. I don't know the metadata like Mr. Hurst. I don't know radio like Mr. Hurst. I don't. I know it, but I don't know it like Mr. Hearst knows it. He knows it a lot better than I do. So I, I'm not even going to get into that earlier. I'm going to call Mr. Harris and, and talk with Mr. Harris because that's his strength. So I think you're right. We have to have a team and everybody has to be, have to have their own lane that they're strong in. And when that happens, that's how you achieve goals. When everybody's working together, everybody's working together to achieve one common goal.
0: And that's when it happens. Good stuff. Yeah. All right. I like that. I like that. Go ahead. Go ahead. Question.
3: Question. And yeah, I I understand the concept of team and that makes perfect
0: sense. Who should the team consist of? Great question. You know, you know,
6: this is, this is where for me, for me, it's like, what is the goal that I'm trying to reach? Mm hmm. So what tools do I need? It's the tools that I'm going to need is who I'm going to put in place. You know what I mean? It's like, if I'm going to dig a hole, I'm going to get a shovel. So it's going to take what is the goal, what is the goal, and then I'm going to say, okay, these are the tools that I need to achieve that goal.
2: Okay. That's and
6: right. that's how you put a team together. That's so right. I can't really tell you the components. Right.
8: Mm-hmm. But what 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 can happen is, okay, Kevin. When I came on this call tonight, Kevin was talking about strength, strengths, and weak, and weaknesses. And that's what they normally do on the SWAT, the SWAT exam, or the SWAT evaluation: strengths, strengths. Strengths, weakness, I think it's um, observation, one of them, but I can't think of all of the components, but strength and weakness. But number one, first of all, somebody has to sit down and talk to you and see where you are. Mm-hmm. To see where you are and what you're doing. Right. Okay? Because, and that's what we do, that's what me and Kevin was doing at, from time to time. We were working with a couple of artists And first day we wanted to, we told them, we said, hey, let's have a meeting and let's see what you're doing and see where you are. See what kind of pieces that you have pulled together already and some things that you've missed. Okay. And the reason why I say that is because a lot of artists that may get on this call or that talk to us are already out of the starting gate, which means that even though you may be a praise and worship singer, if you, I don't know if you have a, CD song recorded Mm -hmm. or whatever. I don't know any of that, but if you do, you do right. Okay. Yeah. It will
3: be released. It'll be released this month,
8: Uh huh? Okay, it's going to be released this month. Okay, right then and there, red flags should go up. Okay. Okay. Because you're preparing for a release, and if I'm wrong, TC Kevin, you tell me. Because you're preparing for a release, the red flags should go up because. Normally, what happens when an artist releases music, the groundwork that they were supposed to do prior to the release, they have not done. So if that's not done, then what's going to happen is they have this elaborate release coming up. They do the release. And then the day Mm -hmm. after, it's just like running for office and losing. Because Mm -hmm. the day after, you don't know what to do. You got 1,000 CDs sitting in the basement, and you don't know what to do, where to go, where to turn. So what we were doing was to talk, we were talking to the artists to say, let's make sure your basic foundation, just like this call, is in place because you're getting ready to do a release. Right. So my first question would be, just like TC brought up radio, OK? TC brought up radio. But there's no need to go to radio if your metadata is not in place. Exactly. I would ask a question and say, hey, who did you, when you recorded, when you went in and did your recording, you did your mastering and all that, can you pop your CD in and see your name on your song? Yes or no?
2: Hmm.
8: Can you do that?
3: Yes, I can do that.
8: Okay, so your metadata, that tells me that your metadata is okay. Have you created any MP3s off the music yet?
3: Yes, I'm,
8: wait- I'm just waiting for it to receive the file. It's already in here. No, no, it's no. Have you created, I know you're waiting on the file. So if you haven't created any MP3s yet, we want to know if the metadata is transferable. Even though the metadata is on the CD, the names of the songs and so forth is on the CD. But if you created MP3, then we would know, we would want to know if the name of the song and the name of the artist and all of that stuff is correct. Because you are releasing a CD this spot, but then the question has to come up, have you sent it out to anybody? I'm not trying to put you on the spot. I'm just telling you. Oh, no. Okay. Uh-huh. These, are, these are the questions that we ask. OK, mm-hmm. have you sent the music out to anybody? Because if I was releasing the CD in June, my, CD my song would have been out to the world. But prior to that, I would have to have sent it to DC. Kevin, myself, Ms. Wilson, Brother Reggie, or any of the above, and ask them, listen to this song, and do you think that this is a good song for me to promote to radio stations? Because I'm going to be sending it to the same people that I mentioned. And if they tell mm-hmm. me, oh, this song ain't no good, it don't sound like enough, then I would mm-hmm. go back to you and say, hey, you need to stop right there. Because you went in a studio and you created something that ain't going to do you no good.
2: Mm-hmm.
8: Mm. And okay. that's, those are the things that we're talking about. You need to have that discussion. You need to sit down, do the evaluation, make sure the stuff is in place before you get out there. Because what happens is an artist loses a lot of time by the time you get up and going you're releasing this month it's probably be August before you see any results from the few fruits of your protocol okay
6: you know, you they'll you
8: help
6: you and 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 what mr harris is saying is is definitely it's correct man 100% all the way across the board and this is probably 70 percent or let's do it higher i just gave it a low number i'm gonna well i probably could say 90 but i'm gonna just say 80. 80 percent of the honest that are out there right now is going through the same problem um that mr harris is talking about now i probably could give it a higher number i'm just going to say 80 though um that they're going through that same that same problem that he's he's talking about um releasing stuff And the foundation hasn't been built. Um, and this is where this show came into play at. Um, the basic foundation. It talked about what you should do from the ground floor. It's, it builds the base, it builds the foundation. That means that what we talk about is what you should do The very first thing that you should do before you even release anything, we don't even we talk about it. Ain't even the concrete hasn't even been laid down on the foundation (laughs) yet. because it is very, very important that you have the foundation built, because if the foundation isn't built, then the house that you put on, you trying to build on that foundation, is not going to be able to stand up because of course we know when you have a foundation um, that some is, the sand is not strong enough the house is going to lean and, and the foundation sinks or it, it sometimes it could fall if the foundation is not strong enough. And the artists today they are not doing the basic foundation because they feel it's so, to them, this is where that hard, easy thing came in at. Because to to most of the independent artists today, they see it as so easy today to go into a recording studio, record a song, come out, and put that song up on Facebook, and that's it. But they're not thinking about everything else that has to be done before in there that is done. Mm-hmm. They don't think about it because it is so easy today to record a project. I mean, you can go in somebody's bedroom today and record a project. Sure. You, you can go in my closet and record a project. It's, it's, it, you know what I mean? Yes, it's sir. so easy to do. So you're right, Besides, uh, uh, this is not only for you, Tracer, but for every artist that are on here. If your basic foundation hasn't been put together properly, sure you need to sit down and you need to talk to somebody. You need to let somebody figure out where you should go from here. That's because you said. don't know nothing about the music industry. Right. I mean, you know, you don't know how it's supposed to go. So right. you should sit down and have a talk with people who who's expert at this, who have done this before who, who that, that's what the record labels did the record labels went out and hired people like they hired me and they hired other radio promoters because they, they said okay you're good at what you do and i'm not good at that i'm good at giving you money to do what you know how to do okay that's what the labels did all right,
0: go ahead, TC. I was going to say, I want to say good evening to 704. 704, who are we speaking with? Okay, I guess they wanted to get, disappear. But if you just tuned in, you're listening right now by way of air or by way of, of course, being on Zoom with us. Uh, you're listening to Basic Foundation Show. I think it's a great topic that we talk about tonight because a lot of artists need to understand that basic foundation of having all those things prepared because a lot of artists do record stuff Kevin, you write and Mr. Harris and they'll say, what's next? You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I it think... Did. And a lot of... That's it. Yeah, Yeah. So
6: true. Yeah, and they lose they, them. They
8: get, yeah, and then they get... And then some artists will get upset because they have gone to some conventions and seminars and they were told... And they, they were told and they were sold a bill of goods. They were told that, oh, you can do this. You can do that. All you got to do is let us help you do this or call me. I'm only going to tell you but so much. But call me and I'll tell you the rest.
2: Mm-hmm. You know?
8: And then you're out there. Mm-hmm. You're out there with a song. The worst thing you can do is have a song that ain't that's not going to work for what you're trying to do and then you blame it on somebody else. Mm -hmm. Then you blame it on somebody else and say, well, I thought that this song was going to be for this particular audience or whatever. But you got to be secure in knowing what you're delivering. I mean, you're delivering the product. If you go to the store and buy trash bags, you don't expect to put trash in it and then it falls out the bottom with holes in them. You have to say, hey, I am convinced that where I'm going to put my trust
2: mm-hmm.
8: and my revenue and my finances and that it's going to help me to achieve my goal. And right. not, I, you know, you shouldn't do it. And, and, mm-hmm. it ain't, and then I'm not trying to sell you anything, but, I, you know, but I will tell you that, and I put out there on social media and stuff, that we do have a series of classes that are starting again with EMA on the 14th of June. And I'll put that link up, but, but that class, those classes help you go through this basic foundation because we're able to point out stuff that you probably overlook. And I don't want to call you to task on this call or any other artists to task on this call, but you have to check and balance this industry. Otherwise this industry will never grow back to the promise prominence that is Used to be especially on the yes, gospel right. side right. I was talking and here I'm gonna give you I want to give you a real life example real quick and I know TC I don't want to capitalize all the time, but I went to a community meeting Saturday it's
2: mm-hmm.
8: like Kevin said about the politics. I go to these meetings because guess what the park service shows up the people that take care of the roads and the sidewalk shows up the politicians show up, and so when the person from the Maryland National Capital Park got up and did their presentation, it was three of them. It was a guy that was in charge and two of the people that worked for him. They talked about this big barbecue that they have every year, the barbecue competition that they have every year in the state of Maryland. is coming up next week. Okay? They get $15,000 away for the person that can, create, that can cook the best barbecue. And they moved it. It used to be, like, less than a mile away from where I live. Now Mm -hmm. they moved it up to the middle part of the county. Mm -hmm. But when she did her presentation, she said, and I quote, come on out to the barbecue competition because we're going to have rhythm and blues, we're going to have some jazz, we're going to have some R&B, and we're going to have some folk singing, and you're going to have a great time. So She got off the stage, and she was done, and she was handing out the flyer. I asked the question, are you having any gospel Christian artists at the barbecue competition? She said, no. I said, well, see, that's the problem with the park service, because you have a very limited number of of, uh, events and stuff centered around gospel and Christian artists. This is what we do. We have all kinds of artists. Ken, are you going to put together anything for the artists? She said, well, the last time we had something, we partnered up with Radio One, which is in this area. And we had the artist, well, I don't know what call her name, but we had a Sunday's Best artist. And I said, ma'am, and she said, only less than 200 people came out. Mm. I said, well, that's your problem right there. The problem is you partnered up with a radio station that that cares nothing about up and coming and emerging artists. So we the people here who deal with emerging and upcoming artists. We don't support that radio station. Because they don't play the up and coming artists, and they're in this. And so when they go out and partner with the Park Service, they have this one artist that was on Sunday's best. and that's the only way that you can brand that artist is the fact that they were on Sunday's Best. I said, we have artists who are very popular in this area, well-known in this area, and they don't have to go out and say that they are with Sunday's Best. All you got to do is call their name and everybody know who they are. And one of them is Philip Codd. hmm you can say Philip Carter and everybody, most people across the country will know who Philip Carter is. You don't have to say he's Stella nominated. You don't have to say he's Sunday's best right. because he has the brand. So the lady says, well, I can't get the 200 people. I say, well, that's the problem. Let's, can, we, can you give us another opportunity to get some gospel stuff out there? And that's what I'm saying to you. Most people who have these events have lost faith. In the gospel artists because you can't draw nobody according to them. Mm.
0: That's off the chain. I want to say good evening to That's 704. That's what's wrong with this industry. So yeah. here, I'm
8: sorry. Now I was
0: going to say good evening to 704 again. 704, you going to say something? Hey,
8: man. Hey, hey. You oh. Can you hear me? Yeah. yeah, we hear you, man. What's going on? We can
0: hear. You. We can hear you, brother Reggie. Go ahead, man. Hello. Well he, he 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 jumped off again. Okay, so we know his Brother oh, Benjamin.
8: Okay. I don't know I don't know what kind of phones he's using, but maybe he'll call him Yeah.
0: But that's good stuff, Mr. Harris.
8: But that's what the issue is. I mean, you gotta be involved. You gotta be involved in your local community. You gotta force them to support what we're trying to do in the gospel in the Christian industry.
0: That's good stuff. you back you back, uh seven seven three, that's the, uh is that Shanice?
4: Yes, it is. Hey, good evening. Good evening, everybody. Hey, how you
2: doing?
4: I'm okay. Doing Doing well. Doing well. Doing well. Go ahead. Continue. I'm going to put on mute now. No, I was going to say, Shanice, Shanice, real quick. Oh, yes, sir. I was going to say that uh,
8: uh, Bob, Bob Maravich put up a post on social media the other day that he has hardly heard anything about the Chicago Gospel Fest. You see what I'm saying? Wow. Yeah. The Chicago Gospel Fest has been one of the biggest gospel fests in the country. Yeah. He said he has seen nothing, there's no post, there's hardly nothing up. And Shanice, so I asked you, have you seen anything? Mm-hmm. On the polls? No, um, I was posts about the Chicago Fest, the Gospel Fest
4: coming up. Um, I've seen it. Let me see. Where did I see it that showed up? I saw it in okay. one of the on the media, on my page. Some, somebody had it up. Yes, I did. I, I saw mean, it somewhere.
8: Yeah, oh, wait I'm a saying, minute. If you only, if you only seen it one place or somewhere, then they may not promoting.
4: Yeah. Um but the, the Gospel Guild did have something. Uh the Chicago, the Chicago Fest, that's what you're talking about, right? The Got Chicago, Chicago Gospel, Gospel Fest. Fest. That is the one correct. that just passed this weekend, right?
8: Well, Bob said he ain't hardly heard nothing about it. I didn't well, know it was this well, weekend.
4: Yeah, this was this weekend. It just it, they had all the big artists, you know. Uh, they yeah those three guys Um were down there Friday. Yeah, well, the only guys? way I got <laughs> what uh, uh <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> What is his name? Anthony Brown, Travis. If you got to say
8: those three guys, then I don't, I have
4: no idea. Well, you well, well you know I'm just trying to hurry up. I don't want to be trying to take so long with this here, but I want to just say I did. If you think I did, hello. Wait a minute, hello. I posted on my page. I said sharing. Yes, I did. Now I can't say that, and I got it from the from the uh, Chicago Guild because they said to share. So that's where now, the point.
8: I I was, the it. point I was trying to make is that the government, the Park service, and the people that sponsor these events don't really go out their way to advertise gospel. Yeah, that's,
5: that's
4: the
8: point
0: we was trying to make.
8: That's all. That's
5: true. Any comments,
0: TC? Yeah, I was going to say, any questions or comments? Anybody ask any questions or comments while we out there?
5: Wow. That was really great. I I would like to ask a question. Sure. What are the five things that we should do before we release a song?
0: Great question. Anybody want to take a stab at it? It's Kevin or Mr. Harris? All uh, right.
8: I, I used to do more than a stab at it, but I can't believe a Richie Taylor asking me that. I guess she wanted to ask that for all the other people. She, yeah. she want to, to ask that for all the other people since she's been in our program. Richie, uh, re- how you doing? How I'm you doing? doing I'm fine, going to review I'm going to review, I'm going to review that for you. Yeah,
5: review. And, yes, sir.
8: Um, number one, okay, you, number one, you need to make sure that whatever song that you intended to release to radio has properly mixed, mastered, produced, and has quality content, and the timing is correct. Because we've talked about in the past that you want to keep a song well well under five or four minutes. I got a song that I'm pushing for a group That's only about two minutes and 36 seconds long. And it's a good song. And you know what? Some of the radio people are telling me, hey, Mr. Hearn, we like that song, but it's too short. (laughs) Okay, so, but I'm just telling you. So (laughs) you don't wanna make them too short, but you wanna keep them under four minutes. So once you get past that point, you got the quality song and you got the song that you're gonna push the radio. Okay. That's the number one. Number two, you need to make sure that all the metadata is properly encoded in the song. And that includes the name of the song, the name of the artist. It also includes the ISRC code, the UPC code. All of those codes need to be embedded into that musical work because that's, your, leg, your legacy may depend on the hit record of that song okay so that's number two number three you need to make sure that those songs are placed into those monitoring systems so that if it is played and picked up by radio that it will get the proper credit for the spenders and so forth the worst thing you want to do is to hire somebody that's going to do radio for you and you see no fruits of their label. Not necessarily saying that they're chart, but at least be able to see some of the activity where the song is playing at. So that's number three. Number four, of course, and if you don't have to, some of these you have to do in a specific order. But number four, you have to have marketing and um, public relations in place because here again, You can get all of the radio play you necessarily need, but if nobody's out there doing the press releases, doing the videos, doing the branding of you as an artist, then you kind of work and decide. And number five, you should have some kind of team that's put together so that they can make sure that you are working and promoting and marketing and pushing that song that you intend to push out there. If all those things are equal, then you're well on your way. Those are the five important things. Now, all of that other stuff like copywriting, I am assuming that you as an artist and most artists will do that right off the bat. All of the agreements are in place, the, um, you know, the producer agreements and all those other things are already in place because if they're not, then it is a possibility that whoever helped you to produce that song and to push that song out there, or if you're singing somebody else's song and you don't have a mechanical license, then you can do all of those things that I named, and then they can still shut you down. Most people don't think about that. All they think about is, I've been in the studio, I created this work of art, I've got it packaged. I'm sitting here looking at the CDs. Now I'm planning my release date, and this is all I'm concerned about is mm-hmm. releasing it to the public. Those are the five critical things that you need to make sure you have in place. If you have nobody doing your marketing or lease placement or helping to secure the brand, then radio will help you, but it's, 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 it's really double work.
0: Excuse me. That's good stuff. Any
8: any questions?
0: Any Thank more questions? That. That's good stuff. Anybody else got any other questions in the comments? What? Got a two zero. Oh, let's see. Two five two. Another two five two. How you doing this evening?
7: Hey 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 hey! Can you hear me?
0: Can you hear me? you we good now? What's up, man?
7: Man, my phone was going out. I was in the rain, bro. It's pouring out rain here, man. But uh, hey, everybody, this is Brother Reggie. We're doing American Radio. I was just tuning hey, in. and what's Let's up, Brother do... What's going on? Yeah. Hey, hey, Henry, I'm coming your way soon, man. August 12th with a concert, man. If you got an artist, want to be on it? Let me know I'm doing it in Waldorf. Okay, well, yeah, make sure you tune in
2: the details. That's the
8: day for okay. my
7: birthday. It's your birthday? My birthday is
8: August 13th.
7: Well, come on by there, man, so I'll give you a love off a birthday gift. I got oh, you. No,
8: no question. I'll come on out there and stand, in the, uh, stand right in front of the uh, the pulpit with a bag. I'll hold a basket,
7: too. Hey, dude, I, I take a special office for people at my concert, so it's your birthday. We're going we gonna to get you paid, bro. Yeah, I'll hold a basket, <laughs> too, man.
8: I may be able to go to the Pancake House
7: when I leave, but go ahead. Yeah, but uh, I was just suing in, I don't know what's going on. Um, the last thing I heard before I got cut off, I guess y'all was speaking to an artist about a music database, which that is out my area. Um, I guess I'm, I'm going to speak from an artist standpoint, and you guys give me an uh, uh, answer. I am um, an artist, new artist. I, I'm getting a little airplay on some radio station, but my question is I got everything the way it needs to be de- doing. I think I'm doing good while I'm promoting, so how can I? Or what should I do to try to get money to come back to me that I've already spent out? Let's say, for example, in a month's time, outside of me doing the recording the song, I spent about $1,000. Let's say my budget was $1,000 I spent within the past three months. What is it that I can do or should do to try to get the money to come back that I spent before I spend any more?
2: Hmm.
8: This is sales. You got you got to create an avenue for sales. As an artist, the artist has to see a lot of a lot of artists will get the radio play and they put the money out and they put mm-hmm. the money out. Like you said, they end up a thousand dollars in a hole. Okay. There has to be a mechanism just like what you're doing. Okay. You're doing a concert in Waldorf in August and the artists have a that's gonna be on there. A lot of times the artists would be on the program, they get up and they're saying, they're doing their thing or whatever. Brother, Hey, thank you for being here and so forth. But they never mention the fact that they're selling their product in the lobby. They're not right. good salespeople. They're not good salespeople. I, I, don't, I, can, I can count. I'm telling you, 10, 11, 12 events I've been to. I, I've watched the artists get up there and sing, do their time limit, do two songs, and, you know, and, and yes, they take the people in the worship, praise and worship, and they take the people where they're supposed to go, they throw up their hands and they walk to their seat, and they never tell them that they have a table in the lot. If you don't sell any product, you're never going to balance the books. You've got to find a way to sell that product. So every place you go, you've got to have CDs. And you got to have CDs ready to sell because if you can sell your product and get radio play, then you have a balance. But any artist that we hear out here today, they get up on social media and all they do is brag about the fact that they're in the top 30 or the top 40, but we can't see them on the sales chart. That's artificial.
7: It's all you know. one thing I do do at my concerts when I am hosted, because most of my concerts, I even see my own concerts. One thing I do do is I tell the people how important it is to support these artists, which that is something which I shouldn't have to do. So I'm piggybacking on what you said. You shouldn't. These artists, I shouldn't. These artists need to be going stage. Hey, my music, I got music in the back. Um, if they don't have music, they even tell people to download their music, go to social media and all that stuff, man. Because what I've done lately now, since I got a new app, now when I go speak, I tell everybody at the church to put out your cell phones and download my app. So I'm selling myself, even though I make no money off of it, but I'm still selling myself to promote the app. So you're right, a lot of these artists, I've been to a couple of them too recently, and they never tell people to go in the back and buy my music. I guess they think that the people going to automatically walk to their table. Hmm. So I'm thinking that and these for you artists, if you want a concert let's say for example, you want a concert with like seven other artists, and no artists say anything at all, but you do, guess who they're going to come to They're going to come to your table because they don't know about the other artists so
8: especially you right Henry? When you can, especially yeah. when you can tell them you may tell them something different. you may say, "Well look, stop by my table. not only do I have my, my latest TV, but I have a special gift for you." So where are the people going to come? They're going to come to your table. Oh, he, they got a special gift. So I don't, it may be anything that you could give away. And i say, I want to say this to some of the artists that are on the call tonight as well, is that, and I was talking to TC early.
2: Mm-hmm.
8: I need to research whether or not artists, when they create these record labels, that they should create these record labels and, as non and that may be a subject that we can get in at a later time, but, you know, I have a new nonprofit, and I'm telling you, I am amazed as to all of the doors that are beginning to open because of the fact it's a non And I think as an artist, you may want to consider that, because just because you are a non does not mean that you can't make a profit.
2: Yeah.
8: But you you gotta catch that. You gotta listen. Listen to what I'm saying. Just because you are a nonprofit, it does not mean that you can't make a profit. Mm-hmm. When you are a nonprofit, there are organizations that you can belong to. Like I'm a member of TechSoup. I'm a member of Good 360. Okay? So TechSoup says, Hey, you need software, you need computers, you need um Whatever you need, come on over here and look at our category, TechSoup.com, and whatever we got over here, you pay the administration fee, which is a small nominal fee. Sometimes it's less than fifty dollars. You can get software that can go on at least five or six of your computers in your nonprofit
0: yep.
8: for free. For free. Mm-hmm. You got it. so when Brother Reggie says, "How do you balance off and get your money back?" You balance it off by structuring your organization. To be whatever it needs to be in order to get the greatest return, because the word network in Detroit is a nonprofit.
2: Mm-hmm.
8: You've got to understand the dynamics of this. K Love Radio, the biggest CCM Christian radio station in the country, with stations all across America, are under the banner of the Educational Foundation which is a 501c3, nonprofit. So everybody wants to run out there and create an LLC. Oh, I'm incorporated. I'm this, I'm that. I'm like, look at these doors. The majority of all churches are 501c3. And that's why when people come to speak, artists come to sing, they have to fill out a Mm W-9. And if you don't fill out a W-9, then they they really don't have to pay you.
0: That's right.
8: And then you get mad and you go on Facebook and say, I went to XYZ church and they didn't pay me. Well, you neglected to say that you wouldn't fill out the W-9. And the reason why you don't want to fill out the W-9 because when tax time rolls around, You don't want to report it on your taxes. But if you are a
2: nonprofit, Mm -hmm.
8: you can do a world of different things.
2: Mm -hmm.
8: And that's why the Word Network sees it.
2: Mm -hmm.
8: K-Love Radio sees it. Everybody sees it except us. So I would suggest that you do some research and look at whether or not you may want to create a nonprofit record label and absorb and put your music, whatever you're doing, under that nonprofit, and then you can go out and get donations and stuff like that. Like Brother Reggie said, if Brother Reggie have you on a concert and pays you a stipend, then you can consider that a donation.
0: Right. Right. And, and you is-
8: can give him a receipt back. And then he can put that on his taxes or whatever because mm-hmm. it's a donation. Mm-hmm. But most people in this industry, especially in the gospel, are afraid of it because they don't want to report. It's just like Donald Trump. They don't want to report.
0: Yeah, and that's what I was saying earlier too, um, prior to y'all coming to call, that it's about understanding business first because if once you get an understanding of, of business itself, then the music business fall in line because you have that understanding of how to structure your business how to go forth in business and really research how to do business. I think that's very important because if you don't have those things in place, you don't say you would never learn how to do business on the the music side as well. Cause all of it really falls back to the same thing. It's all about knowing your business period, not just the music business. business Period.
8: Yeah. TC, I was saying, I'm hoping, I would just say this real quick. I'm hoping that I can come back to basic foundation in about three weeks and say at least one of my grant applications have been successful. Yeah. and if it has been successful then I can go, that means that if they give me the grant, I'm going to be able to go out here and do the same thing that Brother Reggie's doing, I'm going to be able to go out here and do concerts and stuff, but I'm going to do it with somebody else's money
2: mm-hmm. yep
7: that's how you do it okay. you know um, I spoke to a major artist yesterday, I don't want to call the artist's name and the artist was with a a a a, a big label The artist is not with the label no more. And the artist was talking about how can they get people to know who they are through social media. The artist is not used to the social media thing. So the artist basically has to start back over because they don't have the label support. Anytime an artist who got a major name artist say something like that, they are really on the same level as the artist we are talking to right now.
0: And that's why I said earlier. And the veggie. artists
7: we're talking to right now got more of an advantage, even though they don't have the major name, because that artist really not getting the airplane that they used to get because they know the label. Mm-hmm. So I want the artists to understand that there are some major name artists that's out here, and you guys got a big advantage of them because of the information that we're giving you guys that the major artists don't know because they're so used to the label doing everything. You know what? So, just want to just want to encourage your artists, man. You know, just you know, don't don't give up, man. Because, and again, keep coming to these these calls, these customer calls, and learn all you can learn. And you're gonna be ahead
0: of this major name artist. Hey, you know that that's that's so funny you said because I talked about that at the beginning of the show because uh, Kevin, oh, yeah? okay, yeah, because Kevin asked about uh, you know was it harder in this day as far as you know was it was ten years ago and I said yes, that's, and the reason why I was saying harder for one because. Of the changing of how the music industry is changed so drastically it's in recent years, yeah, we have more social media things like now, but the exclusion of labels is what's happening now. So therefore, they don't have that same support that they had once in a time. As far as artist development, you know, having them doing all <laughs> the marketing, promoting, and things like that. So, that, and I always ask artists like that, you know, saying, like "I said I interviewed Chris Jasper. I was telling at the beginning of the show, I interviewed Chris Jasper uh, from the Ozzy Brothers and I suggested I was the other day, and he was saying basically." That, you know, by him doing the solo stuff, you know, it's all on him. He said he was used to doing hard work anyways because he did it for the Isley for so many years. You know, wrote a lot of his songs and stuff. But what he was saying was that, yeah, he said it's a whole different ballgame now because you got to be the label. You got to do everything yourself. So <clears throat> that's what I was saying earlier. That's why I thought it was harder. Now, and even though it's social media out there, even though it's other mediums out there, you can get your stuff out there. It's a little easier to get the word out. But it's still harder than the fact of maintaining the business side of everything because you do—you got to be a booking agent, the marketer, the manager, all that stuff. You have to be that stuff now.
7: Yep. You know, there's an artist that I used to mentor two years ago. When I first met this dude, this dude didn't know nothing at all. And now, two years later, he is, in my opinion, uh, one of the most active male social media independent artists in the industry and now that by him have um you know listened to a lot of us and i don't want to say just me but listening to a lot of people he is one of he 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 getting booked for a lot of shows now he's getting paid he's not getting the airplay but if you see his social media presence you'll think like that hey, this dude got it going on um so artists is i think sometimes artists should just try to um see what, or, or mimic what a lot of other artists that are doing, because they're all on the same level, and figure out how this artist is doing what they do. Um, you know, sometimes you have to do that, man, because as, as me as a radio announcer, so even though I've been in the industry for 25 years, I still listen to other radio shows to keep up with what's going on. Um, when I was at the, the big, big radio stations, I had mentors of people who were showing me everything. Now, since they left, it's still up to me to still keep up with what's going on in the, in the industry as far as radio. So um,
0: Sharpen your craft. Artists, yeah. I, and and,
7: and though we always talk about mentor. Um, artists have to find somebody because you can't do this on your own. Even if you have a lot of money, you still can't
0: do this on your own. So
7: just got to put in extra hard work. Yeah, I, mean, I think that, you know,
0: I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, I was going to say real quick, man, that it's all about structuring yourself. I always tell people, man, whenever you get into a business, have a six-month, a year, a three-year, a five-year goal. That's where you can see your business plan. That actually becomes your business plan because you can actually see where you're going. And the thing is, if right. you don't have those things in place you know say so you just out here winging it of course you know, you have no plan we have no plan you have no vision and we have no vision you can't expect people to run with it because you because everything is all out of out of out of order so i believe that you know right, one of the first things and, and doing this thing is having structure, getting your structure together, learning, how, learning about business, how how the business works, how you want your business to run, what's your vision for your business. All those things come into place so that way you can learn about the music business. Therefore, with your music, you can have a vision for your music, and that way it can catapult you to where you're trying to go in the industry. But if you don't have those things in place, I don't see how you can do it without structure.
7: You know, when artists call me and ask me, um, I, get, I get at least, whew, at least 20, 30 calls a week from different artists and they'll call and ask certain questions. And one of the questions that I ask them is, what is it that you want to do with your music? Some of the answers I get, I just want the radio airplay. Some answers I get, I want to be a nationally known artist. Some answers I get, you know, I just want people to hear my music. And the next question I ask, what's your plan to do this? And then they'll say, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and you're right, a lot of artists do not know. And I'm not faulting them because yeah. They don't. Right. When I got in radio, I didn't know that you know I had to do sales to be a part of the radio set. I had to know how to do sales. I know how to do commercials. I had to. Right. I just wanted to be on the air. Right. Right. Exactly. I just wanted to be behind yeah. that microphone. That's all I wanted to do. Behind the microphone, didn't know how to yep. hit no buttons. Yep. Didn't know how to run a board. Didn't know how to read a certain amount of uh in a certain amount of seconds. Didn't know how to say my voice. Didn't know nothing at all. Right. My mentor sat me down and said, "Wait a minute." you be on the, on the airwaves, it's the last thing that you do. And I learned everything in radio before I got on the airwaves. So as an artist, you have to learn everything, a majority of the things that you can learn, or find your mentor or follow somebody, then you go to the next level. I think that an artist, if they don't see a growth within three
0: months, then you need to recheck yourself and see what's going on. I agree. And I agree, It's a good book out there by a very old Mr. Henry Harris called The Business of Music. I think you should go ahead and uh, you know grab that book and also, um, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of books out there you read as well oh, as yeah. far as the industry that still is pertinent to this day. That's a little older, but a lot of stuff like I say, we saying now, man, and Reggie and uh, Mr. Harris and Kevin contestants, we always talk about is that we were ahead of our time. There's a lot of information that's going forth, um, you no know, going yeah. forth now because there's a lot of stuff that's happening, uh, you know, that we actually see right before our eyes. And I'm like, wow, every time I think about the shows we. Uh, you know, we've done, uh, it's, it's phenomenal. But another book I want to say is uh, by Alvin Williams, my good friend, Alvin V. Williams, The Business of Music uh, for the Christian and Gospel Music Industry. It's a very good book. Uh it came out in 2002. And you, you go to Amazon, it's on Amazon, and you can pick that up as well. And uh, he definitely did a, a lot of, he definitely taught you about structure in that book. If nothing else, he didn't teach you. It was about structuring that book and how to really understand, to work in the gospel and Christian music industry that could help, be helpful today as well.
7: And there's a lot of things we're talking right now It's going to come to pass in the next two or three years. And we're yeah. going to sit back and say, Damn, we just said that. Yeah. So yeah. that's why a lot of people who's on this call on a regular, if they if if, if they hang on a little bit, while longer because a lot of things we're speaking from experience. Um, because you listen to people, all of us together got over what a hundred years in the industry, all four of us. So yeah. that's a, that's a lot of yeah. That's a lot of that's a lot of experience, or or, or people that you're talking to right now getting stuff for free.
2: Mm-hmm.
7: And 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 again, in the next two or three years, probably early that na- everything that we're saying right now that we have said in the past year, it's gonna happen. Right. I really believe it, and it's gonna benefit these
0: artists if they take advantage of what we're saying. That's very true. And I, I just want to say as well that you know it would never be a basic foundation show. As I always say, without anybody participating and being a part of the information that could be given out. So we definitely appreciate everybody being on the call, and uh, you know, sending in on the show, and uh, really, you know, you no know, point out the, we probably try to pour out our hearts to a lot of independent artists as well just to try to get y'all to understand how important this thing is. If you're going to do it successfully, and help you build that fir- that firm basic foundation, that way we had that, that foundation, go ahead and build the house. Then so. We definitely want to make sure you do that. Uh, Mr. Harris, you still with us? Is Kevin still with us? Is Kevin, Kevin. I don't know what happened to Kevin,
8: but I'm
0: still with you. All right. That's cool. Well, I'm, I'm about to get out of the way for the evening because I think we shared a lot of great information this evening. We'll be back next Monday, of course, uh, with the Basic Foundation So, at 8. And I want to say this as well to everybody that's on the call. If you see me posting it out there, if you're my friend on Facebook, please help us share the show. So we can get out there. And I want to let everybody know, like I said, I give shouts out to Let's Talk Gospel as well. Uh you can be on that call tomorrow at nine PM as well. And uh with LaShell Krupp and uh Gwen Atkins as well. They uh, do a phenomenal job as far as information. There's a lot of information out here that can help you if you get in between uh, the calls as well. So we know they they're like family to us too, and we'd like to give shouts out to them as well. So um man, this is great, great, yeah. great information going forward. Anybody any artists have any questions, things we get out here? We can I'm gonna stay it for about maybe ten more minutes. Thank you all so much. No Very
4: problem.
0: informative. Awesome. Thank you. Anybody Thank
4: else? You go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Stream. There's another the thing. Uh, I guess we'll talk about this another time because we don't have time to get into it. But streaming. Okay, like, talk about it. Let's talk about it. How artists get their music to start to stream. You know, how do you do that?
0: Streaming as far as like a music sp-
2: streamer?
7: Yeah. What do you mean by getting a mm-hmm. music streamer?
4: You know, like, this is the big thing that's coming out next. Like, if you can start... No, it's already out
8: here. What do you mean coming well, out next?
4: It's all, well, it's that's the big thing. Here. This is the big thing that people are doing more so. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we're doing the social media thing, mm-hmm. you know, but I, I'm just asking, how do you go about doing that? I mean...
8: Well, you know. let, me, let me just say if I can... If We'll give you some info on that real quick. Number one. Uh, Sanish, you should have um you you've you've got you you got a digital package from um Makers and cd baby and all of them, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Number one, you should go on every site that you can think of that comes to mind. Of course, so you would sent your music out to internet, radio, and so forth. The streaming is here, and it's already here, and it's been here. But it's up to the artist to do the check and balance. So if you got a digital package from CD Baby Disc Makers, or whoever you want to call them, right now, tonight, you should sit down and write every site down. Spotify, Pandora, Last.fm. Uh, you know, it goes on and on and on. And then you should go on those sites and put your name in the box, in the search box, and see if you come up. If you don't come up, ain't no need for you to worry about streaming because you're not there. But then, like with, well, like I said about selling your music in the lobby, you have to tell your art, you have to tell your audience and your fans. Where they can find your music. You gotta tell them that you're on Spotify. You gotta tell them that you're on Rejoice America. You gotta tell them you're on WLGS. You gotta tell them that you're on CJB. You gotta tell the audience where your music is. Otherwise, they're not gonna search for you. And if you go to Pandora and you put in your name and your name doesn't come up and you're not there, then you need to say, well, I need to submit my music to Pandora. Streaming will not come looking for you. You have to place that music there. And if you hired somebody to do that, like this maker, C-Baby, or whoever, let me tell you, let's back up a little bit. You know the thing that bothers me most? is that the majority of artists that are in our circle, the only thing that they post on Facebook is that my music is on iTunes. Hmm. (laughs) That's all they post. Hey, I'm number five on iTunes. I'm number 100 on iTunes. That's the only streaming service you're on. But you know what? You forget that the Joyce America, CJB, and all of us are listed on iTunes too under the radio director. Yep. But you don't know that because you don't go no further than just saying that I'm on iTunes. Streaming is here. Streaming's been here. Streaming has internet radio is streaming. Yep. Let me say it again internet radio is streaming. We've been streaming since the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. But the artists have been calling it internet radio. But in order to broadcast on internet radio, what do you have to do? You have to start and stop your stream. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of misinformation out there.
2: Mm-hmm.
8: And I'm not picking on you, Shanice. I'm just telling you facts.
4: No, no, thank you.
8: It's misinformation. Don't say that streaming is going to be the big It's already here. But you have to get a certain number of streams in order to realize revenue. That's why we told you on Basic Foundation, and that's why we tell you on all these other calls, don't do radio to earn royalties because it's going to take a whole lot because you don't have a fan base. Mm-hmm.
7: Mm-hmm. But but if you, if you know you're on these streaming stations, if you know you're on... Let me let me piggyback off, off of what Henry said. Mm-hmm. There's an artist I know right now. I've been playing this dude music. Kevin's been playing this music. Henry be playing this music. I'm quite sure. TC be playing this music. Mm-hmm. Not once have I seen him give us a shout out. Recently, he got on That's Pandora. Right. Recently, right. he got on Pandora. He talked about Pandora like I don't know what. Telling people, bragging about his music on Pandora. But you know what's going to happen? Pandora is not going to play his music. First of all, Pandora is not playing his music as much as we are, and Pandora is going to eventually stop playing his music. Right. Do you know when he's going to come back to us again? Right. He's
2: going to come back to us
8: again. You know why? Because he has not heard that Pandora has had a hundred-plus million-dollar loss this year, and they put out an announcement today that it is possible to hit this it is possible that Verizon is going to put a $100 million in the Pandora.
0: Yeah. If if you
8: don't keep up with, uh, and I know, T.C., you probably saw this, Mm -hmm. but if you don't keep up with this, you're thinking that getting your music on these services are the ultimate. That's why you got to know. You got to know where you send the music
0: to. Right. You know what? I, it's it's funny that you, you, you're talking about this, because I always said, and I always told Kevin, you know, we often talk about, and I talk to Kevin about, we talk about radio stuff all the time, and I often said that a lot of artists, a lot of people are misinformed or mis, you know, have a misunderstanding of how internet radio works. A lot of people are not educated on it. That. So that's the reason why, you know, a lot of people don't really subscribe to it sometimes. Sometimes people don't really come on it, because they don't really understand how it works. And I think that's where, you know, the contrast is, is between yeah you know the breakdown of the- you know and there's a contrast you know between terrestrial and internet you know as far as you know getting the spins and you know you know the illusion of you know getting your music on there and getting all these spins and you know the illusion of you know being a big star from that I think that's where we're breaking down and when and
8: when they and when they get when they when they get the big head about that they paid all of this money for somebody to get them on half of the charting reporting station. And, like we said earlier on this call, the part that they don't realize is that after 7 o'clock, when the radio stations are required to power down, they become just like CJB, Rejoice yep. America, WOGS, and mm-hmm. everybody else because they're internet only. Mm-hmm. God, yep. you gotta understand this stuff because the FCC says you can't broadcast after Sunday. <coughs> Because yeah. if you broadcast after sundown, you are liable to interfere with one of the stations up in Grand Rapids, Michigan, just like Heaven 1580 did. And I know Brother Reggie kind of test- tested this. Heaven 1580 was cited because they they they're here in Washington, D.C., because when they broadcast, They interfered with the 1580 station and Grand Rapids Mission at night because when the sun goes down, there is nothing to block radio waves, so your signal goes all over the place. If you go outside with a night scope, I'm serious, if you go out with a night scope where you can see radio waves and look up in the sky, you would run back in the house. (laughs) Yep. Because when the sun goes down, radio waves go crazy. So that means that stations in Nashville and DC, Huntsville, Alabama, Birmingham, Alabama, they all have to shut down at 7 o'clock. So you think that you've paid this guy $1,500, $2,000 a month to do your radio services. But what has happened is, if they say, hey, I got you on this station, but they're going to play you at night. Well, you're playing them on the internet radio. You might as well give that money to us. <laughs>
2: that's
0: real, though. That's real. Wow. I'm telling you how it works. Yeah, that's good and stuff.
8: artists are not going to believe it. You Do your own research. Pull it up. That's why I posted on Facebook the other day, attention all AM stations, put in for your FM translate.
2: Mm-hmm.
8: Why? Why? Because if you get a translator, you don't have to shut down.
2: God.
8: CC, <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah. you got a station up there. You're going to put in for one, right? Yeah. Tell them, man. Tell yeah. them what I'm saying. I'm I'm telling you, I'll give you the evidence so you can look it up for yourself.
2: Mm-hmm.
8: I don't make this stuff up. I can't make it up because it's real. Mm-hmm. And 90% of the stations that apply for this translator, they call it a translator. Here's, and, and for the people, and I know real quick, I know PC got to go. But so that you understand what, it, what we're talking about, if you are an AM radio station that powers down at night or whatever, you can apply to FCC to get what they call a translator mm-hmm. that will push your signal out at least, Two hundred and fifty miles from where you are,
0: and they extended it this year. And when
8: you, that's right, they extended it. Mm-hmm. So that translator, and and if, if Purvis was on the call, he would attest to it because WOL WLOU is now broadcasting on FM yep. through a translator. So when you get a translator, that means that you push your AM signal to FM, mm-hmm. which means that people that's listening to FM's in their car don't have to hear snap, crackle, and pop mm-hmm. because they can now get FM stereo and you are a little AM station broadcasting on FM. Yep. And then,
0: and then, and then, if you don't
8: understand yeah. what you're dealing with, get out of this business. And
0: yeah. I know they're gonna be laying me out on Facebook tonight, but it's okay. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, the thing is, that's why they're here to learn, man. And you know, we appreciate them being here to, to we can actually educate them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for real, they, they they come here. to We appreciate them here to learn, man. So, I mean, it's, it's great information that's going forth today from everybody. So, I appreciate everybody putting out information. But that. to answer Shanice's question,
8: streaming is already
0: here. Yeah, streaming is here. Yeah, definitely. I know I went a long
8: I went a long way around, yeah. but it's already here, Shanice. <laughs>
0: Go ahead,
2: I do
4: understand that, but I just wanted to mo- know more about it. I mean, I did see with the young man, you know, he, you know, that's how he got all those Emmys, um, the Grammys. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's what he did. So um, chance,
0: Chance the Rapper. rapper. Yeah,
4: here, yeah, here, yes, Chance the Rapper. Right. He did it like right. that. Yes, he did. <laughs> yeah, I do the same thing. That's but totally I was just different. trying to. no, I know I, I, I ain't on the same page by like any, yeah, he, no, i do not the fans he, or anything, but, but he, I
2: was just kind of
4: curious of how it goes, yeah. Know?
8: But, he, but he, he worked at fan base too, even yeah, he though he changed, yeah. he worked at fan base. In other words, tell me the last time that you were out singing on the block,
3: on the block.
5: Mm-hmm. On the block.
4: Yeah, right. <laughs> On the block. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <outside. laughs> when the last, last time you were out here. I was thinking last one sometime, somewhere the blue shade. Uh-huh. Somebody, somebody I was doing. Saying, yes indeed. That's what
8: they do. They go out, they go to every place they can go. They go to the uh, they go to the B drop Inn. They go to <laughs> wherever they can go. Okay. And build that fan base.
7: Gospel artists school would say, if I can't get into the church, I ain't going. Mm-hmm. Man, there, 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 I, I shared a while ago on social media. I never did on these calls. I think it's been a while. But there are some stores where you can set up a table out front of the store, like the people do with the Girl Scout cookies or the Kris Kreme donuts. You can set a table outside, take your little walk in or boom box, put on your table, play your music and put your music on the table. When people come out of the store, they can buy your music. But the thing is, you can't sell it. You have to say it's a donation, so you gotta take whatever you get. So as what? a smart person, what I would do, if I was an artist, I'd go to these stores, i will burn me a whole bunch of copies from my laptop. If I got it right up there with a Sharpie, I will put up there, I'm selling a song for a donation. You can do this, and, and I see artists that do it all the time. There are stores you can do it all the time. The only thing I do is get the management permission, tell them what time you want to come. Usually that's about two or three hours. That's wow. why it's called a hustle. If you really want to hustle and make you some money, and like Henry say, a lot of these artists just want to sing in the church. Y'all better go. They hit these streets. I posted something last week. Go back to the old days, start selling music out of the back of your trunk. There have been times I pulled up to a gas station and I got my music blasting loud in, in one of my cars, and all of my cars, the gospel music, and people say, Who is that? And then you got some gospel artists who ride around in their cars don't even have their own music playing. If y'all are hungry for this industry, it's ways where you guys can make some money.
0: That's good that's stuff. Just right, raises money a outside of radio. That, that's a preacher. They should have their
8: own ringtone on their phone. Should yeah. should have your own ringtone on your phone. I should, I should hear I should hear Kurt Franklin when your phone rings. Uh oh. He's getting paid. He's getting paid. I should hear you.
0: Yep. That's awesome. Well, I got to end the show y'all. I got to go because I have another show coming up in a little bit. But before we go, we always try to get everybody to give out the information, of course. So I'm gonna start with uh, the young lady, Tracy Ely. Could you give out your information? You still with us?
3: Yes, I'm here.
0: So we always give have everybody get out the information as well. So if you have a website or anything upcoming, let us know about it. Okay, we'll do. Thank you so much. All right. Well. No, he's saying now though.
8: We yeah. Gotta,
3: we I, to I, give out the I do not have,
0: yes, I do had, not have, have a, a website. Yes, you have to go to. Yes, okay. yeah, yeah, you she... on
8: social media.
3: Yes, I am. The name is uh, Tracy T R A C I, last name E L E Y. And good to hear from you, brother Richardson. It's been a while.
7: You know, I know you.
3: You do, um, sister Joanne Hartley, your cousin. You hooked uh, me up with. Oh yeah! You. Oh yeah! Yeah, give me a call. We got to talk. Give me a call. You got my number. Yeah. I don't. Let me get a pen. I'm gonna get get that right now.
7: I, I I box it to you. Okay, that'll work. Thank you. my I got your number. I call you. I call you. Okay, appreciate you. That's great. Right. that's how we do it over here. Yolanda Lola Johnson. Another. I didn't know. Call.
0: I didn't know that Yolanda Lola was on here. Yeah. I'm um, here. Yeah. Another great call. Thanks
8: again.
1: Um, I'm Yolanda Lawler Johnson. I can be reached at um, on um, the web at thySongbird.com, t h y Songbird.com, Facebook, t h y Songbird Music, um, Instagram at thy Thanks again for the wonderful call. Always learn something new.
7: You a, a gospel artist? Yes, Is she a sir. gospel artist? Oh, I was just wondering. Yeah, I yeah, think sure. I heard you on this. I think I heard you on the call a couple of times. I don't have your music. And I got four radio stations. I'm trying to figure out why I don't have your music. Uh, but. She, uh,
8: because, uh, she's working on some new stuff, but she had an older song out. But uh, we all have been playing our older song, but uh, she's working on some new stuff
5: that's coming.
0: Okay. All uh, right, good stuff. Uh, Rissy Taylor?
5: Hi, I'm Rissy Taylor, indie artist from South Florida. And you can visit my website at Com. Um, Follow me on on Twitter at Arisby Taylor, and like me on Facebook um, at Arisby Taylor, and I have new music that will be here next week, and I will be sending it out to all of my teachers very soon, so thank you so much for the wonderful call tonight. I really enjoyed it, and I really do appreciate you all. Thank you so much, and um, Tracy, I think you're the new person. It's so good to have you with us tonight.
0: I Thank you it. so much. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's love right there. Uh, Shanice Hill Sullivan.
4: Hello. Hi. Um, my website is www. Um You can catch me on the um, Instagram as Shanice the uh, Number Seven, Shanice Seven, and um, um, Twitter is just Shanice. Sullivan.
0: So thank you all again for the call. I really
7: appreciate it. Go ahead, Brother Reggie. I'm Brother Reggie, and I can be reached at my website, rejoiceamericaradio.org. You can go to Rejoice America Radio uh, fan page, and you can always catch me anywhere on social media. Just Google the name, Brother Reggie, and something pop up.
0: Good stuff. Mr. Harris, go ahead, sir.
8: Hey, um, Henry Harris. Uh, my telephone number is Erico, 301-567-5349. I have um, Spiracle One Radio, also the Excellence in Music Academy program. And listen, I, for the artists who are on this call, I have a series of classes that start in June 14th. If you want to yeah. make sure that you, if you want to make sure that you have this basic foundation self-solid. And we're going to go, We're gonna because, because the there's only a series of six classes, and we're going to go uh, deeper into those classes, if you want to make sure that what you have is in place or you, you don't forget anything, consider taking those classes. Um, this is a one-time registration fee. And I'm going to put the link up. I'll put the link up under the basic foundation link. We have been promoting it and we're pushing it out there because one thing that we found out when we did our regular ECMA program, what happens is when we did the three months program, uh, we wait until we have the, the gala in October and then we start all over again with the classes. but the whole year goes by and then the artists who are pu- pushing music really lose a year because they don't get the proper information and by the time they get the information to push music out there, their song has become what they call a recurrent. Anytime your song is 15 to 16 months old, radio ain't gonna touch it.
2: Hmm.
8: Okay? Because they call it a recurrent. Now, internet radio will play it. I'm still playing songs that I I started playing when we first started (laughs) (laughs) because A lot of those songs are music that was released before its time, and that's what I would say to some of the artists on this call. Go back and look at your inventory. You probably released music back when, and like I said, it may have become a recurrent. but if you remix it, rename it, retool it, it becomes a new song. And that's the key here. If you lost time already, you can regain that time with music because a lot of music has come out before its time. Because a lot of songs that we're playing, that came out before, would do well today, especially with the millennial populations and so forth.
2: Mm-hmm.
8: A lot, you know, um, you know, when a lot of us when we were growing up, I know my mother had me singing "Yield Not to Temptation" all the time <laughs> We're yielding <laughs> this sin. Those yes, are sir. the old songs, okay?
0: Yes, sir. But
8: now. You know
0: we're in a different day and time, so thanks, TC, for this call. We had a great call tonight. I don't know what happened with Kevin James. I'm about to see you now. Kev- Is Kevin still with us? Kevin, you there? All right. Well, I give up my information. Uh, TC, y'all, y'all okay. know me as well. Uh, of course, I'm, I'm on Facebook. You type in TC Congress. You bring up my Facebook. Anything? JFJ Live Talk Radio. That's my one of my radio shows. And uh, of course, uh, if you want to hit us up. Uh, hit me up directly, area code 216 Again, that's 216 Or hit up the website, www.wogs1039fm.com. Once again, that's www.wogs1039fm.com. Of course, if you want to email us with your music, I did clear out my, finally got a chance to clear out all of my email. So it's uh, wogs dot fm at com. Once again, that's wogs 1039 1039fm at gmail.com another thing i want to say to artists as well when you send out your music um and it's just got track one and don't have your name or the metadata that mr harris is talking about your music would not get played so make sure that your information is there so we can actually accommodate uh you know you being played on the station because if you send me something like that and i'm putting it in there and i don't know who you are it's not going to get played so i definitely want you to know that so if you haven't heard your song and you like, okay, why you haven't played my music yet? That's one of the reasons why. All right. Uh, Mr. Harris? Yes.
2: Um.
0: Yeah, man, I want you to, yeah, we, we'll be on, uh, we'll be back next week. I want to talk a little more about the EMA. EMA, EMA and, uh, okay. And get, get into a little bit about that, about the classes coming up next week. You know I think uh, by that time, I think it'll be the 11th, uh, no, it'll be the 12th. Couple days before that. We'll get into a little bit of that next week as well. It'll
8: be 12. Yeah, a couple of days yeah. before we get started. Yeah, so we gotta, Like I said, um, you know, you got award season coming up, and a lot of award seasons are, are here upon us. A lot of people are, you know, participating in award programs right now.
2: Mm-hmm.
8: Do it the old-fashioned way. Mm-hmm. Don't just let people give it to you. Earn it. Right. Remember that commercial it used to come on and the guy come on and say hey we make money the old-fashioned way we earn it you yep. should do the same it should be the same when it's come down to your music and your proprietary property you should earn what you earn whatever you
2: get
0: right
8: and that's what we say
0: that's good stuff well everybody i just want to say thank you all once again it would not be a of foundation, foundation show without you guys being a part of it so thank you guys taking out your time and your space to allow a young man like myself to come in and help you uh, get some information that will take you to the next dimension in your ministry, your music, or whatever you're trying to do uh, as well. So we definitely appreciate you doing that. So with that being said, I'm out like shout, y'all. So God bless each and every one of you. And uh, like I said, love, peace, of hair grease, and all that good stuff. All right, bro. I'll talk to y'all later. All right, y'all be blessed. Okay, I'll
8: see you later, Thank brother. You. Right here, everybody
2: check.
0: Everybody you. have a good great night. night. All right, have a good, good night. night. And you listening? Okay. Go back to some music. Keep it locked.